Ooh, yeah. Welcome, everybody, to New Jump City, boy. That was a very nice, like, uh, 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 drop in. I, what do you call it when the air, when the airplane lands? Uh, a landing? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> I thought there was a better word for it, but Ooh, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a sweet landing. Oh, well, sweet landing. Oh, I, by the way, I know that that song was 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 definitely uh sampled for a hip-hop song i i just can't yeah i, I remember know, it man i, I want to say it was like some puff daddy shit or, or mace oh. something bad boy i don't know man we'll have answers for you next week we'll yeah please anybody deep. let me know oh yeah or if you guys want to tell us uh we'll get into plugs and tell you how you can tell us uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at the chris espinal oh yeah that's where you can find me where can they find you mr joshua cole um, on Instagram at JD Cole underscore 37. Uh, again, please leave a message. Yes, he uh, let me know. <laughs> he desperately needs your help here. And now we have our producer by our side. It's Brian Baus. Wrong mic. Incredibly competent. I'm on. I'm four. <laughs> In case anybody is wondering what mic I'm on. Hi, at Saucy Brian Bossy. Back to my hole. Yes, that was very quick. <laughs> Not a lot of impact. But it's been real smooth lately. I'm, oh, like, yeah, I'm admiring this like, and retroactively right now. Just real quick back into his hole. <laughs> All right, so you ready uh, to get into it? Yeah. Uh, uh, we also have an email. Uh, if you also, that, that's another way you could communicate with us uh, at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Uh, and we're going to get started with our manga today. Uh, spoilers ahead, of course, but uh, we're going to start with uh, Black Clover, chapter 204. Um, the title of this is Shit, Whenever It Wants to Pop Up. It's yeah, everyone wants to be so fucking fancy. And yeah, put oh, their, there it is, 204, uh, Last Wish. Uh, it's on the first page. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but but so you know, <laughs> a few of them do that. Bleach man. did that a lot. Oh, my God, they will put the title at the last page. Just another Ooh, re- so edgy. Just all another right, reason right, we never show, we don't show, miss show. Bleach. Yeah, we don't. I don't miss it at all. Uh, but yeah, Black Clover 204, Last Wish. Uh, we start with a flashback. This is a big flashback chapter. Uh, we get a little backstory on, um, on Nero and the prince. Uh, we flash back to 500 years in the past from Nero's perspective. Uh, we learned that her real name was Secre, or Secre, whatever. Uh, Sundere. <laughs> yeah, her real name is Sundere. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she was uh, she was originally a servant. She was sent to uh, to serve this uh, this prince. She was expecting him to be a douchebag, but of course he wasn't. Uh, he was a real sweet guy, uh, progressive dude. Um, he was an inventor of sorts. He he would uh, spend his time uh, inventing magical items so that people who don't have access to magic can use magic. Uh, and uh, he commu- he used this with the technology. He created the technology and he uh, communed with the elves with their magic stone stuff so they can u- he can create these things for these people. Uh, very sweet, good boy. Uh, he's a he's a good man. Yeah, you see where the uh, the human and elf interaction came in. Uh, yeah. I guess to, to to set up the uh the betrayal. Yeah, he was a he was a friend of the elves. Uh his sister was going to get married to uh Leash. Yeah, that's what it seemed uh, like. Was I think they planet. probably explained this before, but now we're just getting it from the other perspective, from the human perspective. Yeah. Uh on the day of his sister's wedding, he gets uh, t- called to his palace by his dad, and uh, as he enters, nobody's in the castle until mm-hmm. he is ensnared by binding magic. And uh, he he realized that the minister of his uh, palace is possessed by a demon, more than likely Captain Hot Topic. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Man's. He's uh, he's here being evil and shit. Uh, he uh, he apparently he tells the prince that uh, he's that the king and the others have gone to the elves to kill all of the elves uh, because they're under the impression that they're hurting his sister and stuff. Uh, Sekre walks in and she frees the prince. Uh, and she has a specific magic that allows her to lock and unlock things. Yeah, she has ceiling magic. Very convenient. Yeah. No, they said that in the chapter I mean, yeah, before. no, it's not like... It makes sense. Her power finally came to, to use. Uh, her that power was, nice. was very useful. Uh, it, it sealed away the prince for a while. And like that was left. her moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was her grand moment in the arc. Uh, so they blast yeah. off real quick to see what's going on, and uh, they're too late. Uh, Leashed killed everybody. Uh, all the humans are dead. All the elves seem to be dead at this point. Uh, Leashed is holding a, a black a five-leaf grimoire. Uh, that's the that's Hot Topics. Uh, yeah, that's Captain Hot Topics Grimoire. <laughs> you uh, see him in the background, though? <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting there like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a little bubble with a face, kind of like Ghastly, the Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> very much like Ghastly. Uh, and yeah. uh, Leash quickly staves off his uh, possession by the demon. And it turns out he's be- he's using a magic stone to hold off Captain Hot Topic. Uh, he... He basically says he's sorry that he doubted the prince. He knew that he wasn't he wasn't behind it, uh, and he explains that the magic stone thingy, and then he transforms apparently into the giant demon. Uh, so that oh the demon, that I was, guess he's yeah, turning right? into the giant demon. I that guess makes sense. He's supposed to be the skeleton that he's been on. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, he looks hella ugly and creepy. Yeah. It's so, gonna be crazy. Yeah, I hope they I hope they uh, show a whole fight with. Yeah, uh, I like it. Uh, it's cool to see Prince do stuff. I like that he was like different from like what we see a wizard King usually is like, I like his goal that he was working towards, I guess that he was creating magical items for people to use. Um, I like this guy. I think he's cool. <laughs> uh, um, light was pretty cool. No, not Leash. light. What was his name? Least. No, the other guy, the, the previous wizard King. The oh Leash. no, I liked him too, I guess, but. Julius. Right? I'm not saying I like him better. I'm just saying he's he's cool. Oh yeah, definitely. His name good. is Lumiere, by the way. That's another thing. Yeah, his name's not Prince. Yeah, his name's not Prince, so I can't use that anymore. Hmm. Everything's sad. <laughs> oh, I couldn't wait to say that. As soon as I seen his name, I was like, Yeah, I'm holding that for Chris. <laughs> you just love breaking my spirits. Um But yeah, that was Black Clover. Um not a lot really to say. We're gonna uh it's it's generally positive things, uh We'll see where this whole thing goes with, with. Uh, yes, I want to see some Lumiere. fighting. Finally, I want to see. Does Lumiere have light magic? Beat. Is that what they're implying? Because that's what it looks like. I mean, he just <laughs> kind of beamed himself over to wherever the fuck they was going. Yeah, he's doing that in the present right now. Anyway, but yeah, that yeah. So I I, I think I think it's something like that. All right, we're gonna move on to Food War Shokugeki no Summer number uh, chapter three hundred and ten. A gourmet clash. Uh, I was engaged during this whole chapter. Hmm. What about I, you? I have problems with it. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> that's one way to look at it, bro. This, <laughs> I don't even bother trying to criticize it. Uh, I'm about to, though. Uh, but here, here, here's what happens. Uh, Soma reveals his dish, and it turns out to be just fried rice. Yeah, yeah. And everybody acts brand new. Like, they never seen Soma do this type of shit. Everybody's like, what? Fried rice? Just fried rice? 
It's what? not about the fa- is that, is that, that it's fried Wait rice. Wait a minute. Bro. He's really bringing fried rice to the blue and nothing to else? To the blue, yeah. <laughs> bro, come on. Like, no, but it, it still was kind of. I mean, all right. I wasn't that surprised. I said, okay, you know, that's so obvious. But at the same time, it, it did make me interested to think, okay, well, that you know, I, I trust the writer at least a little bit. You know, I'm gonna throw him a bone and say, okay, let's let's see what he made special. No, my about pro- this. my problem is not that he d- he he just made fried rice; is that everyone else is acting like he doesn't do this shit all the time, where he's where he's like reveals a dish that seems super simple, but there's mad layers, and everybody's like, that's it, it's done. Yeah, you know what? It's I, over. It is annoying when you see that his people's was looking at his people should have already knew like, oh, I right, this is about to be some other shit, but then you have a. Uh, Nikiri. This guy should know more than anyone because he's at every Shokugeki, the old guy. And he's yeah. like, <laughs> he's, like, he's yeah, tried so he's much food there. multiple times. He knows his deal. And he's like, what? Just fried rice? Yeah, the, yeah his mouth. No soy escaping. sauce? <laughs> no soy sauce. So Dog, yeah. look at it, though. All right. It is annoying. It's annoying. But, uh, but yeah, uh, everyone tries not, it. You wasn't interested, though? Of course, I, was, I knew that there was going to be more to this than just fried rice, right. obviously. But I'm just mad that every other character seems to be like, there's no way he has anything else. He's done. He's finished. He's fucking done. He should just retire. But, uh, of course, everyone tries it. It's delicious. And they break down the recipe. And so we turn to our resident cook boy, Brian Bose. Uh, I'm a better cook than a <laughs> producer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is, uh, is this a thing? All right. So Soma makes, uh, fried rice, right? He, ha- in this challenge, he has to incorporate, uh, five different cu- cultures into one dish. And, uh, this is the process he takes. He takes, uh, Chinese dungbo por- dungpo pork and he, uh, seasoned the pork belly. He let it marinate. And he mixed it and diced it into the fried rice, which should be impossible because he only has like what an hour or something to make this shit. That there's no way. Mary well, they explain how. I know this is my <laughs> question to Josh. Is this uh, Brian? Is this a thing? Uh, the way he did it is that he mar- he uh, instead of uh, simmering it in tap water, he simmered it in sparkling water, and that salsa water. The carbon dioxide mm-hmm. from that's uh, giving from that uh, sparkling water allowed him to break down the fibers of the meat faster, apparently. I can attest to something with uh, seltzer water. Yeah. Sometimes when we get like, I'm not going to say where I work at, but sometimes when we get like off-brand cream cheese, you know, when we run out of our regular joint, mm-hmm. it's a little hard. So what we do is we get a little bit of seltzer water and put it in the bowl and just fucking mix it around and it makes it nice and soft. Mm. So That sounds gross. It's definitely not. It it tastes fine, bro. Yeah, but um, that's it's not meat. So yeah, I mean, you know, there's like a Korean secret is is um like Sprite inside. Mm. You know, they'll do it in um. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm blanking on all, all this stuff. But like they, it's to grant like a little bit of effervescence. I can't believe I can't remember the name because I have a recipe that's like fire. Um, but like, um. In the Korean marinades and stuff like that, there's like effervescence. I think my mom uses soda water in her matzo balls, mm. but that that grants like I think that's the opposite because matzo balls are more like baking. It's like a dumpling, but it's a almost like a bread. Okay? Yeah, I mean they're they're soft, but they're also a little firm too. So. I mean he's already done stuff in the past to manipulate 
how tender meat can be. The honey thing, the thing that has yeah. to do with pineapple. But the thing behind that is there's an enzyme at work, and that also needs time. Heat can accelerate it. I think it probably would work with the honey, so that would make sense. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't go back to that old idea. I don't see it being effective in that manner. I think there's always going to be, to some extent, I feel like carbon dioxide is already going to be on a release point when you're cooking anything as far as it it being an exhaust, more or less. So I don't know if that necessarily can ring true. So how many of uh, that checks out out of... <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm going to do some reading. I can do a little research on this. I'm, I'm interested to see it, but so far right now, I'm going to give it a neutral amount of... Mm. It's like three. It checks out. I trust... Because of like the you know because of the the predecessors because yeah, of the other yeah, shokugeki's that he's yeah. already participated in, I feel like that's not so far out of the realm of possibilities. But I'm just not believing it. Okay, so there you have it, folks. He uh, cooked it in a <laughs> ceramic plate too. I don't know if that changes. Anything. Um, I mean, ceramic's Instead of a, a normal good rice insulator. Cooking. It's a really good like it holds on to heat well. Oh no, you know what? That it was just for balanced. the rice. That was just, oh, for, just the rice. for the rice. Yeah, yeah. That might know. make a little more sense, but yeah, I, you know, clay is always good. All right. Um, There's more to this dish. Uh, so he uh, he also he didn't just mix pork into this dish. He also mixed a couple of other uh, this other protein. He he mixed seafood from an aquapazza. Is that how you say it? Maybe Italian dish. Oh yeah, aquapazza. I work next to an Italian restaurant. I don't work. It's in. like seafood <laughs> and <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's this uh, seafood Italian seafood appetizer. Apparently, uh, they made this white early. fish and clams. Damn, that sounds so fucking good right now, <laughs> man. I love white fish. Uh, there's also uh, green beans from the Indian dish uh, porial, spicy ones. Yeah, you know because it's, uh, it's Indian. It's diced greens and shredded coconut, fried in oil with chili, chilies and mustard seeds. Oh, and the base rice is actually a pilaf. So like e- this is the this is what's in each rice. It's like a no. It's all the same. It's okay. all in the dish. It's all all right. So the pilaf is the whole thing. I mean that's what the base of it is. And yeah. then he added mm-hmm. all the the dungbo pork, the aquapata, the uh, the greens from the Indian Got spicy. It. You know a French mar- mirepoix. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. So bro. mirepoix is like a, their their trinity. It's like a it's their starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case with French, it's like carrot, onion, and celery. Is it like with the, a sauce? Like a? It's like a base. It's a bit like you start out with those three things to build your stock, and you mm-hmm. use your stock to impart flavor into your dish. Yeah, does it make sense? So it's like it's their building block. It's the number one thing. Uh, so frito, um, is the other. You know, like think about it like that. Basically, they said it was with mayonnaise too, and that should gross me out. Totally turned me off. Yeah, there's uh, there's a French uh, mayonnaise they put on. Oof, mayonnaise. Oof Nigga, just it's mayonnaise. Egg. The fuck? <laughs> it means what? Oof just means egg and mayonnaise. Yeah, <laughs> fuck <laughs> out of here, man. Yo, I knew it. Yo, I didn't even know what the fuck they meant, but I felt it in my heart. Like, y'all niggas <laughs> is bullshitting me. That's mayonnaise. I mean, maybe it's French <laughs> eggs. You know, maybe it's a French, <laughs> French. Maybe it's a French chicken. Who knows, man? All right, to break it down for you. Uh, there's a Turkish pilaf. There's a Chinese dung po pork. I think there he's using the mayonnaise in substitution for the egg that you usually get in a fried rice. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a play mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. That's clever. It's still gross. Though, <laughs> <laughs> Just there's, personally. A, there's an Italian aquapazza. Okay. Uh, there's a uh, Indian porial. And uh, finally, the French mor- mirepoix and oof mayonnaise. <laughs> Is he stunting more than Asahi was? 
Um, that Asahi thing, I've been thinking about that thing, actually. Dog, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, no, it's yeah. fine. I think we'll tamp it down, <laughs> but it's got to happen. Um, yeah, man. I have been thinking about that because, oh, that would only be good for one bite. The idea that he puts that. So I reach, I research more about this Turkish ice cream, this Turkish, it's stretchy ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was like geez. watching a video on it. Yeah, man. But I, I guess it's still cold. So the idea would be he's, he's had to have pre-made those raviolis and he's frozen them with the stretchy ice cream in there. And then he drops it in right, at, right as the dish it's is going to go soup. out. So yeah. it can only have a little bit of time to heat up the ravioli. Without damaging the ice cream, so you literally have to like chomp down on that and go through mm. it. And I think that's I think he's stunting. I think that's the idea that he's like bringing this this beautiful thing forward, but and it involves so many of these cultures. And um, Soma just does the same thing that he does, where it's like it. You think it's simple, but it's it's that ugly delicious factor. It's the right. fact mm. that like he's bringing flavor. That's his thought is these all tie together, and I'm gonna put it in this very simple thing. But pilaf. Technically, isn't I would have gone with a risotto because I think it's like a little more. Uh, there's a little m- more richness to it. I think there's a little more taste to it mm-hmm. than pilaf. Pilaf, I mean, is buttery. So I think he's he's in that in the idea where it's like all of these things are going to work well together. This isn't about extravagance for extravagance' sake. This is me taking all continents and putting them together into one dish. Oh, really? So I think that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, but they they mentioned you know Drew's still out on that fucking. That fucking sparkling water thing. Maybe I'm more suspect than... Maybe I'm less suspect. No, you know what? Even. I'm neutral on it still. Dog, it made the cream cheese soft. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'll I'll back down. (laughs) I'm into it. All right. So that was Soma's dish. And um, we cut from there to something that genuinely bummed me out. Uh, (laughs) I understand. Okay. (laughs) We We cut to Hayama. And he's just chilling in his lab, you know, doing the thing. Uh, June walks up to him and asks him, his teacher asks him, uh, you were also invited to the blue. Uh, why didn't you go? You turned down your invitation to the blue. Why didn't you go? And he says he just he had experiments to run and shit at home. And it turns out also Mimasaka also turned down his invitation for reasons unknown. But we get Hayama's reason in a flashback. Uh, Soma's just been working really hard doing his thing, just challenging all the former Council of Ten members, uh, trying to get as many Shokugekis as he could in. Just for the sake of it. Yeah, before they graduated. And uh, It was poetic, man. Basically, which is in character with Soma, but the thing that pissed me off is that so he the reason he let him do, he didn't go is because he wanted to let Soma have a battle to himself, which is I've 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 thought about it a long time and I've come to the conclusion that is whack as fuck. Uh, it's I hate it. <laughs> All right, this seemed like a like a like like he was co- like the author was copping a plea. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I, I feel like these guys like we're in the, you know everyone goes on the internet they see how what, how people feel about their shit you know week to week. And I feel like this was just an answer to some people like, listen, these guys chose not to go. We didn't just exclude them. You know? Yeah, no, I but don't. But then that's still weird because Aldini went, Megumi went. Yeah. What's the, it, it wasn't like, okay, they all made a decision like, yo, let's let Soma go. And then, you know, we'll all back him up in our own way. Like as he goes, you know, maybe he could call. That would have been so cool. If he didn't want to incorporate them against, like, you know, with him, like, them being there in person, that would have been nice to kind of use all of their experiences 
I don't know, man. I don't even like this reason. Even if they did it that way, it doesn't ring true. You know, it doesn't feel right. For everybody in the Council of Ten, maybe save for Megumi, everybody was like super competitive. They just had the same spirit as Soma, but they don't anymore. And just for the convenience that he just does And I get it, it's his final arc. He doesn't want to like overcrowd it with shit, but this... It just feels inconsistent to I what feel like everybody he's just is. rushing it. I mean, don't you think if he had all the time he needed to, he he would have done that? Because it's not like he, f- I don't know. He 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 gave everybody they shot in the moon. F- uh, what is it? The moon festival. That was a long time ago. It was, but that was maybe five time, years ago since we maybe saw right, Kurakiba cook. Look, look. You know I'm you know I'm on the same page as you as far as like I would love that more than anybody else. You know the the whole Naruto model, the tournament style joint. You know that's that's all you ever want in a, in yeah. a shonen manga. But if I'm trying my best to look at it in his shoes, you know I I think he's I think he was ready to to be done with this, and he knew like maybe he wants maybe there's something else he already wants to work on that he has been working on, and he's just kind of like man, eh, whatever. Let me just get this out the way. It sucks for us, but if I look at it from that point, yeah, I understand what they're saying. They're saying he is already the best; he doesn't have to prove it, and that's why it. W- Again, you know, I go in a circle because he the other guys went with them. What was the point? What was the point of yeah. bringing those characters? What because they were the most popular? Out of all the other ones, fuck out of here, man. Yeah, it doesn't ring true. It doesn't yeah, feel right. Yeah, man, you know what? I was just bullshitting you, bro. It was like, <laughs> I don't feel this nigga at all. I'm getting out of his shoes. I mean, you know, I, he's clearly he barreling. violated, Joe. He's barreling towards a finale, obviously, but there are ways. Barreling. That, yeah, <laughs> he does a great. But there's like a, a, there's way, like to a way to do this. And I guess it may, I guess you can't have literally all 10 characters in the, in the finale if you want to end it at some point. I feel like you but, could, but. But, you know, whatever. It's just a bummer. He's done with it. You could tell. Just like with Naruto, how he fucking fumbled that ending because he was just over it for whatever reason. Yeah. It's a it's a real bummer, but uh, the chapter pretty much ends with uh, Soma looking up and uh, asking Erina's mom if she wants to try the food. Yeah. Because it brings up a lot of memories of his mother, which is That's kind of interesting. Yeah. We, we haven't yeah. had a lot of... We haven't had any mention of Soma's mom through this entire series, so we're finally going to get that answer. Uh, we're probably going to get like the origin of his scar because Soma's always had this little scar that no one's ever addressed uh, over his eyebrow. Uh, so Yeah, I've totally forgotten about it. So yeah, I you know, we're wrapping up here. Uh, I <laughs> I hope this isn't the last uh, is this the a thing we get to yeah. do? <laughs> but uh, it seems to be that this may be the end. Uh, uh, yeah, so we'll get to it when we get to it. This chapter was uh, made me sad. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Um, but anyway, uh, let's move on. We got a new series, bitches. Uh, we got from the creator of Masashi Kishimoto, the creator of Naruto. Uh, we have a brand new series. It's written by him, but it's not drawn by him, which is I have mixed feelings. Uh, it's, uh, for what it's worth, I didn't hate the art. I don't like. I don't dislike the art either. I think but it's actually good. I think it's pretty solid. You know what it reminds me of? One Piece, but clean One Piece, not like beginning One Piece. That was. Well, you, shit. you know what? I don't, I, I don't see One Piece, but I do feel like he really does match Kishimoto's style. Like it looks he like does. it yeah. looks like a young Kishimoto. It looks like the yeah. first chapters of Naruto, for the most part. He's done a really good job. I don't know if this is his art style in general, but the the artist is uh is a former assistant of Kishimoto's, which is super cool that he elevated this guy. He's given him work. He's like, hey, you put in your time. It's time for you to move up in the world uh he's also the brother of the man who created soul eater which hell yeah uh 
they need to remake that anime because it's sick. Uh, also, they but they are making his new series into an anime, so I'm very happy. He has a new series out. He's been had a new series. What's out, it called? Dude. Fire Force. It's uh, it looks really interesting. It's just something that I haven't heard of till recently. So maybe we'll cover it one day. I really do want to read it. It's a it's an action series too. It's like just another shonen series, but I'm into it. Uh, and the animation for the anime looks sick. Uh, maybe I'll just watch it. Yeah, I may do that too. I have Funimation now, so I can just do that. Oh, that's dope. Uh, but anyway, uh, Samurai Eight Chapter One. This is a long one, so we may be. Uh, there's a lot to cover here. There's a big uh, pro epilogue, prologue chapter, a uh, little bit of... Uh, we get basically the premise of the series up front. Uh, this is a samurai cyberpunk type of thing. Uh, we get... There's this lady who's given this uh, this little samurai dude uh, a mission. We learn who he is later, but his mission is to seek out the Pandora's box. Uh, within that box is spelled out the means that the warrior god Fudomyo once used to save the stars. Uh, not only do you have to, pr- do they have to collect the box? They need to collect the seven keys that open the box. And, uh, that's this guy's thing. Uh, we yeah. cut to this weird, sam- simple. We, we cut to this weird samurai battle. Uh, these two samurai are fighting. Yeah. Very weird. Yeah. There's a fight happening. One of the, the, the dude in light clothing wins. This is like a, one in light clothing that's supposed to be good and the black clothing that's supposed to be bad. Uh, they fight. This guy loses and uh, they get a key. This guy gets a the, a key, which is stuff we learn about later some more. And uh, we cut to the real world because this is a video game, apparently. A video game played by our actual main character, uh, Hachimaru. This kid, um, he's very weak. Uh, he has like a robot arm and leg. Uh, so he's got a uh, prosthetic, I guess, is what you would name it. Is he a cyborg? I Technically, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, he's hooked up to this uh, this life support machine made by his dad uh, because he was born very sick, very, very weak. So he can't live without it. Uh, and it's this massive, big-ass like life support system. So Very inconvenient. He yeah. can't go around anywhere. He can't even he's leave his house. He's never been outside. Yeah. yeah. Never, right? No. Yeah. Uh, he's 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 cooped up. He can't really move. He gets in an argument with his dad about how he can't go outside. Uh, he has a fear of needles, which is a shame because that's how he eats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's uh, so sick he can't. He seems to not be able to digest food the right way. So they. Yeah, this guy's all fucked up in the game. Yeah, man. his life is hell. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty sad. Uh, so they inject him with nutritional goop that they put into an uh, IV drip. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they get, they get, uh, into an argument because he's salty that he has to live this way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, his dad, his dad is, is, uh, working on a machine that could allow him to like, you know, go anywhere he wants, I guess, outside. It looks like a, uh, like a car with legs. It's like the thing that the Bowser juniors uses. <laughs> Something like that, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's working on a mobile support system. He uh, he makes him an arm with a cane, which is important. Uh, so he subs out that so he could have like a cane, because his dog keep after every time he asks for a cane, his robot dog, which is called a pet holder here, his robot dog Hayato keeps bringing him a katana, a model katana. Uh, but anyway, Dad leaves to uh to find the final piece that he needs to complete his mobile. Uh, life support rig and he uh he needs something called a locker ball which we'll explain in a bit because we cut to this bad guy the main bad the bad guy of this chapter 
uh, he's got a group of thugs around him. Uh, they've failed him, so he makes one. Of well, them. one of them failed. Well, one of them has failed, and so he makes this guy kill himself. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that he's evil. Uh, he's playing. Uh, we cut back to Hachimaru. He's playing fetch with his dog, and this is where like the 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 pacing gets a little weird because they continuously cut back and forth between the action with the bad guys and what's happening with Hachimaru. Uh, his dog brings back this giant uh, ball that looks like a Daruma. Uh, I'm not sure. I've heard the thing before, but I don't know exactly what it is. It seems yeah, to be I don't like know some. That. Yeah, it seems to be some religious uh, thing, f- like something that comes out of Buddhism. I'm not sure exactly what it means, but yeah whatever. please educate us yes uh, let us know uh we cut back to the bad guys dad gets there and uh he he pulls out a gun he's like give me my stuff i have your money <laughs> 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 which is pretty aggressive way to start negotiations yeah but. right especially when you have his money <laughs> yeah you there should be no problems right <laughs> On, like on paper, but I mean, I guess we are. We find out immediately. What an antagonizing, that's not the what case. an antagonizing piece of shit his dad is. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, he. Uh, we find out what he went to buy is this little sphere called the uh, locker ball, uh, and uh, back again with Hachimaru, he draws like an eye on this Dharma thing, and he prays for his dad's safety uh, to come back, which is sweet, a little sweet moment. And his uh, prayer seemed to activate what this thing really is. It's not a Dharma. It's a giant cat. And it's V-cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty adorable, man. I uh, I thought its eyebrows was its eyes, actually, but, you know. Yeah. No. It's, uh, it's not true. It's not. It's just a cat that yeah. doesn't open its eyes. Uh, nope. Yeah. We cut back to uh, bad guy and dad. <laughs> Yeah. I'm telling you, this is weird. That's all, yeah. I, uh. <laughs> it's weird pacing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, he. we get, like, a massive ex- exposition dump. Uh, this is where the bad guy stops the story to be like, all right, here are the rules. Uh, <laughs> this is the series rules. Uh, basically, he notices this key that is around uh, Dad's neck. It's a key. Uh, it seems to be... Uh, it, yeah, it's a memory unit called the key. Uh, he explains the differences between these Bushi and Samurai. Uh, Bushi are just ordinary swordsmen, human swordsmen people. And Samurai are cyborgs, basically. They get a key. Uh, the key turns into a spine that replaces the body, the, your normal body spine. And uh, the rest of your body is just cyborg parts constructed around your spine. Oh, my gosh. You know what, bro? I had no fucking idea what was going on <laughs> when I read this shit. Because <laughs> this is one of the first ones I read um, when I was on the train going to work. It was early, and I was like, I got to get some of these out the way. So I was like, all right, boom, I'm, I'm, I'm going to read the samurai shit. Dog, and the fight at the end, I, yo, Wait. I didn't know what the fuck was one going on. <laughs> I'm explaining the rules here. No, I get it now. I, I see it. This is... This is who they are. This is the heart of the machine. They're, the machine. They're regular people, and then they turn into these cyborg things mm-hmm. through this key that is their skeleton. Yeah, they become... I understand now. They become cyborgs when... Uh, Down to the DNA. Yeah, look at that. When you... Mm-hmm. There's this uh, this warrior god, Fudo Mio'o, that we, that we mentioned earlier. They left behind these little stars known as locker balls. Uh, the... 
only those found to be compatible with these locker balls can acquire these immortal bodies. You cannot die from losing limbs. You can walk through space and you get a special sword, sword soul thing. Uh, basically, you get a cool trigger body. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that, that's body. effectively what it was, what it is. Uh, it regen- except that it regenerates uh, on command and you can pretty much walk through space. You know, they can get hacked up and not actually like die or have it be you know a big deal towards the end of the series you know yeah you don't have like one like oh that's his character progression he lost the arm and became a badass there's none mm. of that shit <laughs> they're, they're gonna be valid they just uh, gotta win but yeah uh he gets uh yeah he's got the soul uh, and he basically says not everyone can be a samurai if you attempt to connection with the ball and you fail you die so that's why this thug died is because he couldn't connect with the locker ball that he killed himself in front of <laughs> uh <laughs> And um, yeah, now we cut back to the uh, the, the Hachimaru and the and uh, the, the the cat thing. Uh, he basically describes that not only is his body not his real body, he is, he is in a mechanical cat body, and he used to be a human. And on top of that, a dog person. A dog. <laughs> he well, you mean he liked dogs? Yeah, he loved dogs. Okay, so he was a human who liked dogs and turned into a cat. Mm-hmm. Irony. Yes. Yikes. Uh, and not only that. He was a samurai. And not only that, he's blind. So oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot the blind part, man. So, yeah, there are a lot of layers. To Triple yikes, man. Uh, so, yeah, upon being trying to be sensitive, uh, he asks uh, his dog, uh, Hachimaru asks his dog to bring the cane again. And he brings him a katana instead, of course. Uh, but it's a model thing, so it doesn't really cut anything. Unless you're this fucking badass cat. Who used this model? Uh, who, who used this model sword to cut this cat, this cup, clean in half, which is low key rude, but pretty cool. Low key rude, yeah. <laughs> oh, look! While the water was still in the other side, it's how clean it was yeah. with a fake sword. This guy rules, and then he Whoa. takes. <laughs> then he yeah. takes out a toothpick and uh, his. He points it at him, and he says a bunch of cool samurai shit. Uh, very cool, uh, bushido type. The water's still in the cup. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. I just noticed that. Yeah. Oh, because it fell to the side. Yeah, this nigga's so... Mm, I don't have the word for it yet. It'll come. This dude's fucking rad. Yeah, he's the best. Uh, um, I would like to share what he says, because I think there's some validity to it. Go for it. In the real world, right? He says, listen close, as he points the toothpick threateningly at uh, this young cyborg. The most important things are not found where one can see them. They hide behind illusions and deception. That was kind of dramatic, but um, he drafts the point home, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Samurai view matters with the mind's eye. True nature is often that which is hidden, as in my case. Yeah, because, you know, he was a ball, the Durma ball, and now he's a cat samurai warrior. Not what I thought. <laughs> as you do. Yeah. Uh, Hachimaru begs him to, be a, to teach him to become a samurai. And Shit, I would too. <laughs> yeah, me too. This cat rules. Uh, he uh, he he pretty much turns him down. Uh, he says he's not. Uh, he doesn't have what it takes to be a samurai yet. He has the potential, <laughs> but he's still he's missing an important part. So to prove himself worthy of being samurai, uh, Hachimaru basically attempts to commit uh, ha- ha- uh, sep- seppuku. Like, when you stab yourself in the belly, to yeah. you know, samurai. Yeah. Suicide. Then we cut back to the bad guys because pacing is cool. Uh, oh yeah, these guys. <laughs> he mentions he sees the key that Dad is ha- holding around his neck. Uh, it turns out that it's a 
it, it's a very special key that unlocks a very special sword. Uh, the sword of Dojikiri Takatsuna. Okay, before we even go further with that, listen. Now I'm a little confused again. So the locker ball turns you into a cyborg thing, but those key, that little that key thing, the key thing is is, is just a sword. No, the key thing unlocks the locker ball. The sword is your soul, essentially. It's hard to explain. It's and you need the right key to the right locker ball, or yes. you just need a locker ball in general. And that key will turn it into whatever. I guess. Yeah, what I'm saying is no, the no, locker. No, wait, which look. one is okay, the? So uh, we learned that there are more conditions than just having the key to the locker ball. Yeah. Uh, basically, he learns he 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 wants this uh, this blood sucking sword. He gets the information of where it is from the dad. The dad uh, he 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 sets off to find it, and wouldn't you know it? It's at the fucking house where Hachimaru is. He immediately attacks, and Cat Boy. Cat man, cat. No, you're right. Cat man. <laughs> he immediately blocks this dude. He is so cool. Um, he blocks that shit, and uh, he even cuts off this dude's arm with this cool ass move. Uh, Sumuchikaze, Sumuchi- whirlwind. <laughs> oh yeah, we back with the jutsu. Ooh. Uh, and uh, now the cat uh, introduces himself. I am indeed an initiate of the Congo Yasha style. My name is Daruma. He's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, the guy from the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's more to that. He, the uh, the bad guy, shows a projection of uh, of his dad all beat up. He's like, if you don't give me the, if he, well, first he blasts Daruma away, and then he's like, uh, you have the. He turns to Hachimaru and says, you have the fucking, you have the hiding, the, I have the key to this fucking soul thing you got, and uh, the sword that I'm looking for is inside of you! Um, he uh, puts the key inside of uh, Hachimaru's chest, and he basically says, your heart is running off the energy of that hollowed blade. However, this key alone will not open your chest. It also requires an identification code, and that code is the end of your heartbeat. <laughs> Basically, meaning he's gonna, you know, yeah, he's gotta he, die. yeah, he's got to commit seppuku in order for the sword to be unlocked. Well, he doesn't have to. Well, he has commit to, seppuku. He has to die. <laughs> but he has to die. But this guy loves making people kill himself. Kill yeah, himself. that's his thing. What a fucking yeah. asshole! Why can't he just do it? Yeah, right. <laughs> he has a sword. Just kill him. But yeah, he he hands him the knife that pops out of the locker, uh, the locker ball, and uh, he makes Hachimaru kill himself. And this is like a bunch of uh, little flashback scenes, touching scenes of Hachimaro and his dad being father and son. Uh, very sweet. He cares a lot about his son. As he's begging his son not to kill himself, which is the sad. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Hachimaro does it. He does it to protect his dad. Uh, and he dies. And that's when the bad guy pulls this guy's heart out of his chest and uh, unlocks the bloodsucker sword. Uh, that was hiding inside of... His chest. Yes. So now he has his heart. But at the same time, Hachimaru is, because he is he stabbed himself with the locker balls thingy, he is uh, he is compatible with the locker ball. And the locker ball uh, resurrects him, gives him a weird, the spine key thing, and voila, he has the body of a samurai now. He is now basically So that's what immortal. happened. Bro, when I tell you how fucking confused I was watching all... <laughs> I was like, oh, man, something's happening right now, and it's about to be lit for this nigga. Oh, 
Yeah, so he has a samurai body and gets it popping. Oh, yeah. his dog comes back. Yo, oh, yeah, he killed dog. his little dog that meows. Yeah. Very John Wick style killed his dog. Yeah, just <laughs> stomped him out. Uh, fucked up, man. But yeah, but the dog comes back to life because he has now got a pet holder, a true pet holder in, in Hayataro, which is this big dog wolf thing. Pretty fucking cool. Very happy. I love it when dogs live. What is uh, a holder? Uh, it's basically an animal companion. Yeah, that fuses with them. Because this guy's holder is technically this weird horse thing he's carrying. He's yeah. riding along. Um, so yeah, he uh, he gets Hayataro to give him his sword like he usually does, like his fetching trick. And uh, yeah, they fight. Uh, it's pretty cool. Fight scene ensues. Uh, this guy, bad guy, unlocks super cool armor thing. Yeah, yeah. He he combine. Oh wait, his horse is still there. Yeah. Okay, so him and the horse fuse, but the horse is still there. It's no, not the, just one person. The horse is wearing his armor, I guess, and then it spreads. Yeah, that's him. what it looks like. And this is where things get a little confusing for me Yeah. in terms of the action. I don't know. I, I think this is like a detriment to how this action scene is drawn, but uh, Daruma seems to throw something at uh, the guy that knocks up all, knocks off all the armor immediately. Well, he, and he knocks him off the horse, so he, maybe it is like they had to be connected for the armor to work or something Yeah, that like makes that. sense. Okay, yeah. That, I'm I just wasn't assuming. Even, I didn't even think that way, but he gets knocked off, and um, he t- this guy takes the opportunity, Hachimaru takes the opportunity to attack. Uh, they have a big samurai clash uh, in which Hachimaru seemingly loses his arm and loses the battle, but Wait! He loses. He actually wins because he strikes the bad guy with a hidden blade, which is his cane thingy that his dad made. I did not see him carrying the cane thing. And that's a confusion of mine. When too. did that happen? I Look at this scene know. right before. Where you, when you turn the page, you don't see anything like that. No. It's. Uh, I mean, it's it's whatever, but <laughs> yeah, it, it's not like an offense. Yeah, you know? like uh, whatever. But not, it's. <laughs> I guess it's just weird. This whole scene is just. It's cool, but it's weirdly drawn. Uh, I guess, like, in terms of composition and stuff and fighting and drawing fight scenes, there could be some work done here. But it's not bad. It's just kind of confusing sometimes. I, I get what happened. You know, I, as I, long yeah. as... Listen, I was straight up confused earlier. And I was like, you know what? Um, I'm going to wait till we do the podcast and we're going to figure this shit out. And uh, you know what? We did. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, okay. It was. It's but cool. yeah. And this was like a thing that was teased earlier with the cane, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, I like that it's something that his dad made that bailed him out. Yeah, uh, it's very it's very nice. Um, and uh, now he's got a samurai body. They basically go, they save dad, and uh, Daruma is like, I finally found. Oh yeah, also Daruma on top of his samurai skills is also a pretty sick game designer because he was the one who made the game. In the beginning. Oh, he was the one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, he says that right there. Yeah, he says uh, that he made it to uh, to find young samurai. Uh, and he and Hachimaru's the eighth one he found. So I guess this is why Sam, it's called Samurai 8. Oh, that's what they were saying. I thought he was saying I found the keys, like one of the keys. Yeah, or like well, that. it's also a, th- a thing. He just happens to have the key. Uh, and which key is that? Oh, wait, no, wait does he? I don't know. Oh no, yeah, he does have the key. He had, he has one of the keys. I guess uh, that um, that thingy, uh, that that key that the dad had is one of the keys. I'm not sure. It's weird, but he basically says, "Master, on the eighth try, I finally found one. His name is Hachimaru, and he's the real key." 
my calling calling seemed to be the be seven steps forward, eight steps back, but now it's more like seven times fallen, eight times risen. There are six keys remaining, and the journey ahead will be long and arduous, but perhaps with him at my side. Dot dot dot, and that's where the chapter ends. All right. He said on the eighth try, meaning. The seven others. Yeah, because he said he made that video game to try to find out young, find young samurai. But what does that mean? Is he implying that they're not good enough? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Which is mean. Mm. But yeah, well, that could be foreshadowing. I mean, maybe these are going to be some of the adversaries or allies. You no, know, I mean that's such a grimy thing to say about the allies. That's all. I don't know. We'll maybe see. He's special. You know, he's the main character. Yeah, he has to yeah be maybe that's what he one. means by that. Uh, okay. But anyway. Uh, Upon reading this uh, the mm-hmm. first time, I didn't feel super into it. I liked it, but also I was like, hmm. I, I don't want to compare it to Naruto. It's not fair. Uh, this is a whole new thing he's I'm doing. I'm absolutely not going to compare it yeah, to Naruto. Yeah, it's not fair. It's a very different thing. He's going for a very different genre. So I'm not going to do any Naruto comparisons. But there are like uh, – Kishimoto, I've noticed through this, has never been – the most savvy world builder. It's it's not that it's bad. It's like kind of clumsy sometimes. And it's just not as uh, I don't know. Is it, is it cool to say it's not as focused? It's just like the, they all have. You know, you can say something that other like authors are lacking for a sure. lot of other series. Sure. No, it's not like the worst thing because I I think Kishimoto is a great writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think retrospectively, I think Naruto all the way through is still a. A very, very good series. All the way through? Yeah. You mean like on average? Like if you total up all of like... Yeah. If okay. Good okay. with the bad. The bad isn't bad enough. Like if you weigh it all collectively. Yeah. It's not Okay. Like, I, I understand I f- that. Yeah. I yeah. can't do that. I can't say the same for Bleach. You know what I mean? No, I can't. No one can. So it's... I, I feel like Kishimoto is a pretty... It's a pretty competent writer. Uh, I feel like he was a little clumsy on this one. There's a lot of exposition that could have been more uh be- better explained it's the first chapter i i yeah, yeah i think yeah. you know what? i don't think he has as much pressure to deliver on that first chapter because he's kishimoto he's like yeah. man i'm gonna rock for two years at least even if i'm dead last i mean why yeah not? no 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 for sure but that doesn't mean i i feel like that doesn't mean he, he should like slack off on this type of thing oh no 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 um I, on the contrary i'm just saying that gives me confidence that like not to take it like to allow like to know that he has time mm-hmm and trust that, like, I mean, the beginning of Naruto was amazing. Sure. You know, and then it, it, it stood strong until it got yeah, to yeah, a certain yeah. point. Uh, so. But yeah, I feel like uh, this is going to be a very different type of series. Because Naruto, when you think about it, this is it was much smaller in scale, I guess. Because now he's dealing with space. They'll probably do, like, travel stuff. Uh, so it's yeah. a very different way to deliver exposition and stuff. I, I'm still, but reading it again, I appreciate it more. Uh the explanation of the power system feels a little clear once you read it a second time. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely understand it like much better. But now. that's also a problem with having like a giant bulk because that exposition page where he explains everything is literally four pages long of just dialogue saying, here are the rules. And it feels like unnatural and weird because every one of these characters should know this and they shouldn't need to explain it to one another. You know what I mean? I mean, the old guy... And the old guy knows. He, yeah, he he did know. So guess, it's so. bizarre. It it's like one of the basic tenets of storytelling is 
if these characters already have this information, then it feels unnatural whenever they have to break off and explain this shit to each other. You know, what I'm getting from you right now is like it has plenty of potential. Sure. But um execution was pretty poor for someone of no, his caliber. Poor, I don't think poor. I think it's just like I, he could have done a little better. I do really like this chapter. This well, second I mean, time poor around. for someone of, like I said, for, for some of someone of yeah. his caliber. You mean like I you mean, would not even, you wouldn't expect that from Kishimoto? Maybe from well, someone first started. No, I, he has a knack for being kind of clumsy with exposition, but hmm. so I. It's not that I don't expect it of him. I just feel like this is probably like a new low, for lack of a better term. But it's not bad. Uh, I don't. I mean, a new low for Kishimoto doesn't necessarily mean like he's fallen. I'm, I'm just saying he, that part could have been done better, and it doesn't ruin it for me second time around. It just feels a little stilted, but I'm I'm still down for this. I really like it. Hey, ain't like, nothing wrong with, with high standards, man. Yeah, I I uh I like it. I like to see where it goes. It's Kishimoto. Come on, no one's, yeah. he's gonna be fucking solid. I feel like it, given time, it's sick. Uh, the artist here, he does a good job. Uh, I hope that he gets better at drawing action because he's I great. hope he gets a little bit more organized. Yeah. I mean, you know, action. he's, I, you, know. He, you know, his first chapter stuff. I feel like he's going to like most art, literally every artist, his art's going to change over time. And he's got basically a, a legendary manga guy he's working under. So he's going to learn under one of the best to do it, which is great. I, I, his art is pretty good. He, he's, he's done a great job of, matching Kishimoto's style and it comes from working for him for so long. Mm. Uh so I have high hopes. I have high hopes for Samurai 8. Uh I like it. I'm I'm praying for its success. I like it a lot. Uh go for, go go to the moon. Yeah, yeah I'll be reading it every week. Can't say the same for a few others. <laughs> well what what he talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just take a shot. But yeah, that was a Samurai 8. Uh pretty sick. If you would like Naruto uh, if you're one, if you're on the fence of checking this new series out, please do it. You're gonna love it. It's fuck. If you love Naruto, you're gonna love this. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's move on to Doctor Stone, chapter one hundred and four. Um, this is a this is a pretty relatively simple chapter. That we're going back to scientific processes. Uh, finally, um, last we left, uh, everyone on the Perseus has been frozen solid. Uh, he. Oh, not frozen, but uh, stoned. They've everybody stoned, uh, frozen in stone. Yeah, petrified. petrified. Yeah. And Senku is pissed. <laughs> yeah, I sent you that picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is well, big. This is this big panel where he's like inked, evilly. He's so mad. <laughs> he's so upset. Uh, Kohaku immediately jumps, uh, runs away to just try to find whoever's responsible. But again, knowing her tied himself to her ankle because he knew that she would just spring into action immediately. Oh, as soon as he seen it through the binoculars, that was uh, clever. That was uh, that was quick, man. Yeah. Uh, Soyuz is getting slowly like some memories back from uh, from his time as the, as a as baby. an infant. Yeah. Well, Ray did the same thing and promised never. But that's Ray, my nigga. He <laughs> has super intelligence. Who the fuck is Soyuz? We're about to learn. <laughs> Maybe that's his super thing. You know, he's just got sick memory. Everyone in this series has like a special thing. Not everyone, but yeah. he could be Who one doesn't? of them. Why not? Uh, um, like supernatural ability? 
for the like exaggerated ability of a regular thing people have. <laughs> Literally everyone has. Yes, yeah. They all have their niche. So it could be memory. Um they they anyway, they start investigating to find out who did it. Uh they find these seashells that are left behind. Um and so Senku decides to use the forensic sciences to uh to track down the person of interest. And this is pretty cool. He uh he creates a magnifying glass out of the seashells, it seems. And what a beast. Yeah, and then he uh shines a black light on it. I don't know when they made a black light, but they made a black light and they shine it on um on the ground and stuff. They find fingerprints. Cyano Cyanoacrylate. Cyanoacrylate. Wow. That yeah. was good. Yeah. Uh that's yeah. They they cooked it. They cooked that up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Based on got the f- they black light. Based on the fingerprints they find, uh they find that it's a female of average weight and average height. Uh and then then they turn to uh Gen to use his mentalist uh abilities to try and get more of a specific picture of who did it. Uh Gen su- suspects that it's a young woman who did it because an experienced elder wouldn't waste precious energy picking up worthless sh- seashells. Picking and choosing after collecting so lackadaisically seems too f- too far too inefficient for an older woman. Uh, he, uh, our suspect, walked a few steps from the beach before selecting which cells to keep or toss. Her load must have been a heavy one indeed, so she'd just been dropping shit on the way to lighten her load. And uh, Yeah, I thought the trail was left on purpose, but now I see that they're deducing that, uh, you know. Yeah, based on Senku's, Senku's physical profile, uh he again this says that uh, a young woman of average build so maybe 160 centimeters tall and if someone was passing by here they would have cracked this branch and boom they find a young woman's hair so they were right yeah oh no 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 they f- yeah they, well they found a young woman's hair because it wasn't gray i guess but then they then yo, s- yeah look what shorty did yeah senku says let's do a f- centrifuge and they find some stuff to make a centrifuge they put all this stuff in the beaker with the hair and they use kohaku's strength to create a centrifuge yeah she spins it really fucking fast and hard you know and uh, the muscle power centrifuge uh, separated the various particles into layers so they can see every particle in this uh on this hair Everywhere, you know, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, earlier, uh, Senku had this guy, I, I forget his name, but the craftsman, he built uh, a microscope. They look into the, centri- the the beaker thing that they just made, the centrifuge stuff, and they figure that based on what's inside the uh, the stuff with the hair, lily pollen, lilies don't grow by the seashore, so they must live inland, deep in the mountains. These are some really uh, <laughs> smart and resourceful people because I didn't know any of that. Dun, dun, like, dun, dun, holy dun, shit, dun, bro. Dun, dun. Uh, anyway. Yeah, they uh, figured it out. And basically, <laughs> uh, they just have Kohaku do the rest. She just climbs on a tree trunk and using her supervision, uh, <laughs> she finds, because that's her thing, uh, along with like Along with, yeah, you know, she's got the strength proportionate to Captain America. She's got 21.8 vision, apparently, or something like that. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy vision. Um, and uh, they find the lady. And uh, as they approach her, she's being jumped by these three dudes who ask her to marry her. 
Ask ask her to marry her, right? That's how I phrased it. And Kohaku seen all of this will have Byakugan, right? Yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> and that's where the chapter is. They just stumbled upon a proposal of these three dudes. And we're about to f- meet the ma- natives for the first time. Uh, so, yeah, answers are coming, everybody. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, this is a really cool chapter. It has, it's has. it been a while since like s- they've done like step-by-step science stuff. Uh, yeah, it was cool. It was refreshing. And I love like that they did forensic scientists, this little detective story. Pretty sick. I like that Senku looked super serious yeah. in that frame. Senku's like, you know what? I'm going to science the shit out of this. Mm. Yeah, that shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he felt the way. Yeah. Dr. Stone, love it. Uh, moving on to the next thing. Uh, we are doing One Piece, chapter 942, the sad chapter of the arc. <laughs> Uh, last we left, uh, Yasui was tied up and being uh, set up for execution for the crimes against uh, the Wano Kingdom. Uh, we cut to a flashback. We open this chapter with a flashback of Yasui's younger days when he knew Odin, the the future shogun and the father of Momonosuke. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Odin was at one point banished from the kingdom. Uh, and uh, he says that uh, it doesn't ma- I don't want to be shogun. A lot of people said that the next one won't be a Kozuki. It'll be Shogun Yasui. So that's how much people liked Yasui is that he was supposed people figured that if it wasn't going to be Odin, it was going to be Yasui Mm. to rule Wano. And of course, Yasui is like, stop being a piece of shit and go rule your people. Uh, Your dad kicked you out because he, uh, out of an act of tough love. So if you go back and make amends, you can get back in his good graces and rule the kingdom. Was Odin like sailing the seas? Yeah, they mentioned a long time ago that Odin sailed with uh, with Roger. With Roger, I yeah. don't think he was a fully dedicated crew member, though, was he? No, he was like uh, the other minks too, with uh, Dark Storm and and Cap. No, they just Cap happened Viper, to where, be around each other. Yeah, they for sailed with him for a little while. Yeah, and that's cool. But uh, yeah, and it, it reflects here because Odin. Oh, they were like the VVs of his crew. I guess, yeah, <laughs> and. Yeah. Uh, it, it it tracks too because Odin doesn't really want to be shogun. He wants to he wants to sail the seas. You know, he wants to be. He doesn't want to be a pirate, but he doesn't want to be in Wano, which is yeah, an isolationist it, country for the most part. So yeah, it feels feels like a caged bird. You know. Yeah, he's very a uh, little mermaid. Prince of Wano. <laughs> I want to be so a bad. I want to be an explorer. Anyway, Yasui's a fucking don. And he really should have been. <laughs> a f- <laughs> I bet you. I, I bet you. If he was the new king of Wano, none of that shit with um, with this whack boy Kaido would have went down, bro. Yasui would have smacked the shit out of all of these niggas on moms, bro. Yeah, everybody uh, shows up to Yasui's execution. Everybody doesn't want him to die. They're all. It it's weird because everyone's like really smiling and stuff, but there's an explanation for that comment. Uh, then uh, Yasui finally says uh, his last speech to Orochi and he just pops off. He just starts roasting Orochi. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> goes in. Can you hear me, Orochi? All you have done to the to our bountiful forests f- and fields and rivers and villages is pollute them, pollute and corrupt them with your sludge and greed. You are nothing, nothing but a vermin, boy. Yeah, and that means he's <laughs> mad dirty. <laughs> as we're going to touch on much a little bit later from now. Yeah, and... Um, dirty shit. Yeah, basically, he it's revealed that he creates the little image that's been circulating, uh, the uh, the o- the resistance image. He was the one who crafted it. Well, he fronts and makes it <laughs> so that that's not the case. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he it's like to I guess to take attention off the real thing. Yeah, um, he, yeah, he he might as well. He's taking one for the team right now. Mm-hmm. Damn man, 
I want to put Yasui on a shirt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and there's nothing else, just his face. And, and, and the ones that know, they're going to know. Yeah. Uh, everybody's watching uh, as he's uh, finally giving his last thing. Uh, he keeps roasting Orochi. And uh, then Orochi pops up and he's like, I'm going to kill you myself. And then he says, any last words, Yasui? And he's like, oh, Orochi, all right. I'm glad you're here. How about, <laughs> this? How about this? I Shall I recite the words that have a stranglehold on your heart? A man of such small caliber shall n- never in his life truly devour Odin. Brah! <laughs> Yeah, he got clapped. And these are <laughs> these are quotes. So somebody said this to Rochi in the past and has pissed him off with those words. So this is this is something Rochi's heard before and is, it gets under his skin. Uh there's as okay, as uh as he uh as he finally laments on his final hours, he gets a we get a cut through everybody in Wano and what they're doing for the most part. Uh you know, Big Mom's approaching Udon. Uh Momonosuke. That's where they're all at, right? In Udon? Yeah, that's where Luffy is. That's where the flower... Ca- oh, Udon is where the prisons are. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Momonosuke's training, doing samurai shit. Uh, all the other resistance members are watching and looking at the uh, the image and stuff. Uh, it's very sad as everybody starts to prepare to say their goodbyes. And uh, Yasui is, uh, is killed by, uh, by the... Uh, what's his name? Orochi. He's such a small man. I can't even remember his name. Uh, Who this is the the King of Wano right now? Yeah, the Shogun. Yeah. Uh, so he kills him. He, another death in One Piece. He headshotted him too. It seems he's Damn. really dead. He's gone for real. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah. He got shot up, bro. Yeah, it's, it's not a fake him. One Piece death. Yeah, uh, no, I was too. Yeah, he's hanging and everything, man. He's he's a done deal, bro. Yeah, he gets Put he gets shirt. he gets deaded right in front of his daughter, which is sad. <laughs> Yeah, man. Too bad she wasn't late. <laughs> she was right on time for that shit. Yeah, it's uh, bad timing that she immediately pops up to watch her father get shot in the face. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Yasui falls to the floor. Uh, you would think everybody would be crying, but everybody's laughing as he dies. Because that's their thing. No, it isn't their thing. Uh, it's revealed later that, like, Zoro is shocked. He's like, why are you all laughing? This guy just got killed. You guys, I thought you guys liked this guy. And um, even Otoko is laughing and uh, he, uh, Hiori starts crying and she she seems to be unaffected. And she says that they the people of Ibisu who always laugh can't actually show when they're sad or suffering. They've been robbed of every expression, but smiles, laughing is all they can do anymore. And it's all because of oh, Kaido and Orochi. It's because of those things they brought here. The smile fruits. Oh, Okay, so hell yes. Yeah, I didn't even peep that when I read this shit. So, are, is she are they basically implying that these these artificial um what do you call those? The artificial devil fruits. The artificial devil fruits. So, so they what they're taking their emotions and I guess them? it's Dude. well we'll have to see an explanation because that's the thing is I've never really thought about why they call them smile fruits. Because they're artificial devil fruits, they could just call them artificial devil fruits. Uh, yeah. So there's. I just thought he it. called them smile fruits yeah. because it's Oda, and you know he wants to make it sound. Well, also like that. because like uh, Doflamingo was known as Joker. And yeah, he, and he that made too. these things. That so it, yeah, that it's strange. Mind. But now there seems to be a specific reason why they're called smile fruits. Uh, so 
looking forward to it. This is a whole new layer to the Wano arc. Holy yeah, shit. man, it gets better and better. One Piece is the best. All right, so this chapter was sick. Yasui, for a new character, he Oda's so good at just endearing us to a character within like three chapters and then murdering them and making us feel sad. It's, but uh, I'm glad this series. Yeah, he's not Papaog. Yeah, he's he not Papaog. Back later on, man, he ain't killing off Papaago again. <laughs> Imagine next to the chapter in the reverie, because he's in the reverie. <laughs> Papagu's just dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that made me so happy. Yeah, it made me sad. He's my favorite character and all. You know? No, that's exactly why it would make me happy. <laughs> all right, that was One Piece. Uh, we're going to move on. Real quick chapter of Promised Neverland, actually. Uh, not. Oh. Uh, yeah. This is a very simple chapter. I think the most interesting thing about this is the beginning where... Um, Ray seems to be walking through this uh, desert thing, and he seems older. I don't know if this is how this is on purpose, but he seems to be an adult now, <laughs> and he's all dried up and he's losing his mind. Emma seems to be dead, apparently. Bro, he he's been he's been lost for a minute, quite bro. some time. Yeah. Uh, but we cut back to the past where we left off in the last chapter. Uh, the seven walls are inside the Gracefield house, it seems. But then uh, this this labyrinth that they're in morphs into the uh, the shelter that they found at the second arc after they escaped from the Gracefield house. Uh, there's a lot of one running around. Uh, they basically say, if we follow the instructions in the pen... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks, yeah, man, he looks rough. Yeah. Uh, they, they say if they follow the instructions of the pen, they can get through. But that's harder said than done because this place keeps changing and shifting form. And um, it's, it's a fucking maze. Uh, so... Yeah. They have the context of the of the riddle they had, so they're just trying to apply. But they can't because this room keep these rooms keep shifting and shaping. What does the ten ri stand for? What is? R- I think that's just a measurement of distance in yeah, this is that world. Meters or if- well, it's a it's one of those artificial. It's it's okay. not a real okay. thing. It's just like how they measure space. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing that. Yeah, that's how I figured yeah. too. But I figured yeah. based on context clues, it's just how they measure space. Yeah, that's just. So yeah. they they're presented with a big issue. Yeah, they basically say if we can, there's this arrow. Uh, we all we had to do is follow the arrows, and then we'll be free. But uh, <laughs> turns out, as we see in the opening part of the chapter, it's not that easy. This chapter was actually very short. It's 11 pages long, uh, according to the reader. Which, if you count the two-page spread, no, yeah, it's 11 pages long in total. So very short chapter, uh, but uh, pretty pretty decent, I guess. Not a lot happens. There's not a lot to comment on. You know what the name of the chapter is? Oh yeah, Lost Boy. Lost boy, you remember that song? <laughs> no, you know, they're alone in the night, <laughs> lost in the shadow. I don't know how that shit goes, man. Well, but we'll go out on that. <laughs> we'll go out lost on Lost Boys. <laughs> Who's it by? <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. Damn. Well, Brian, That's, I thought you it. would know it for sure. <laughs> what What do we have a producer for? Find it. Find it. Damn. <laughs> That's That's my boy. Turkish ice cream. <laughs> now this song, yeah. nice. But yeah, promise Neverland. That's that's a thing. That, it's a thing that happened. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna end our manga section with My Hero Academia, chapter two hundred and twenty-seven, Sleepy. And we start off right where uh, the last chapter left off. Uh, Toga just murderized a bunch of people. Uh, dropped it from the sky using uh, uh, Uraraka's quirk that she can apparently now use, which is sick. Yeah, it was very clever and very practical the way she took out these enemies. Yeah. Man. It was uh, clean, not not uh, no blasts, no uh, supernatural. I mean, I would say you know. it's pretty not clean. They splattered their bodies all over the floor. <laughs> There's No, that's, yeah, I guess I meant clean <laughs> as in, like, it's real. Like, 
that's what would happen if you push somebody off a fucking building. Yeah, something. pretty. You know much. what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody gets dark. blasted with lasers. Uh, but right? yeah, she uh, she finds this shed just to pass out in because she's been blown up from the inside and she's taking quite a lot of damage. So she uh, she kind of just curls up into a ball and uh, and falls and passes out inside this weird shed in this in someone's backyard. Uh, we cut back to the uh, the commander. Uh, he's reminiscing about uh, uh, Toga's thing uh, that she was labeled as a deviant and blah blah blah. Uh, you know, basically the stuff that we've been learning about Toga for a while. He just kind of summarizes it uh, when one of his lackeys walk in and uh, he sa- in states that like Curious should never have been on the front line. She was a valuable resource. But uh turns out the commander uh, mourns for her and as well as everybody else who's died so far. Uh, he's not a villain without a heart. Uh, he seems to care. Uh, which is uh, cool. This doesn't happen often I with mean, villains. He cares about his peoples, that's for sure. Well, yeah, for sure. But that's nice. I feel like there's not a lot of villains who do that. A lot of villains are like, that weak fool. Yeah, know, so so they deserve death. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, nice. Yeah, he really felt that one, man. Yeah, it's kind of nice. The other dude straight up said, like, yo, you shouldn't have put it out there like that. <laughs> and he's like, will. Well, yeah, he just <laughs> is kind of like, uh, it's oh, a sad that thing. sucks, man. Fuck, I made a mistake. Oh, well. Uh, well, basically, he says we can't use Curious's footage. And uh, yeah. Oh, this is. Toga's not a good fit for the overall thing. Okay, this next part is no, no bullshit, bro. No cap. This has literally been my favorite part of the whole arc, bro. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, I'll explain why. I'll, I'll explain why when we get there. Well, we're here. Oh, we're there. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's the Let's very say. next page. So he, <laughs> all right, so he's talking about how, um, wait, what foot? Okay, how, you know, they couldn't use uh, Curious, the lady who just mur- got murdered by getting dropped. Um, they couldn't use her footage. For some reason, oh, I guess oh, because they're saying Toga wasn't yeah, Toga a good wasn't image a good to be put out to be put out there, you know, because she didn't give a fuck about what Curious had to say. So, uh, yeah, then your man's that's tied up to the chair, you know, the real nigga that had all his uh, fingers chopped off It didn't say a word, all for nothing. <laughs> um, he just says a word, footage, and then, yo, your man's <laughs> presses this nigga OD. He said, oh, is this something you wanted to say, boy? Would you? Why you ain't asking that question properly? Footage? That's how you want to say, yo. Like, he was really grilling him. Yeah, he starts like, roasting. Say, yo, him. don't talk like that, bro. <laughs> so you, yo, nigga said, is that even a question you want answered? I, like he, yeah, he I didn't really, even understand why he was just so like, like <laughs> so salty. So yeah, man, he really felt away about that shit. Yeah, his bro. quirk must be uh, he can turn into salt <laughs> because he's very mad. <laughs> Yeah, that Does he, he have fire powers? Because he's all, about bro. to roast Jigen. Nah, he just is saying like, "What keeps?" He said, "What's keeping you from asking properly?" Like, "What do you mean by footage? Do you have so much pride?" <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if he does not, I think he was the one that was torturing him, and he just did not like that nothing worked. I think he's really raw about that still. If someone says one, do you go one like a parrot? Can you think critically, use your imagination, or are your neurons taking a vacation? Yeah, man. Jeez. Like, holy shit, bro. Like, he's like holding his cheeks. <laughs> his face cheeks. He's being really <laughs> abusive, man, physically and mentally. This guy, is, I can't wait to see him fight. Oh, yeah. You know he's going to give it up crazy, <laughs> and And really insult people while he's doing it. But after he roast uh, Jigen, he basically says uh, surveillance cams are throughout the city, so they're recording every battle uh, for in the hopes of using the footage that they find to further their cause because they are a liberation political type of group. You know, it's manga. There's got to be an audience for the big fight, right? 
Well, for them, it's I. I think this is like something that doesn't happen in my these no, guys. It makes have, t- well, these guys yeah, are trying yeah, to build yeah, 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 propaganda yeah. essentially. So it, it makes total sense. I mean, as as they usually do, they're very clever about the usual tropes. But you know, people pulling up, it's like a contest, a fight, or oh, people are on looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyway, uh, I'm not gonna harp. So over we cut it. back it's to local. the big ass battle. Everyone's still fighting. Um, they have an hour and 20 minutes before uh, Giganto Machio wakes up, so they still have to do this for a long time. Yeah, your favorite character is holding a knife and doing something. Yeah, yeah my boy uh, Spinner. He's he's getting it in with his lizard. Do you know why I say he's your favorite yeah, character? Uh, he doesn't have any flashy powers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be patronizing while I can. You know what I'm saying? You're such a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, take it in stride but yeah uh, everyone's still fighting they haven't taken a, a single one out yet except for toga uh and then the, the hearts and minds group uh, dude comes by and he announces that curious has been killed in battle and uh everybody's like any word for a grand commander about this and he says do not let her sacrifice be in vain and they pretty much don't let that <laughs> don't let her sacrifice be in vain so they they all swarm against Shigaraki yeah, they're fucking all juiced, bro <laughs> they're yeah. ready yeah, they didn't like that, man. They leader just went down. Yeah. This is really uh, unique. The they way they're going about friend. it. Cause they have a they have a very uh, I'm not gonna say valid, but shit, they have their logic and their reasoning, and they're going about it, you know, yeah, with all their heart. I respect it, man. Yeah, they, Shigaraki doesn't though. Oh, not at all. <laughs> not even uh, a as, little bit. As the swarm is going right after him, he gets this little flashback. Uh, he's got this flashback in secret, in like uh, pieces that he points out. He's like, "Why is this even happening? Why am I getting these selective images?" Uh, he flashbacks to when he was a kid. I guess w- his sister. It seems like his little sister or older sister, whatever, uh, is the first time he sees his grandmother, who used to be uh, All Might's teacher and was her uh, was his predecessor, and Shigaraki's grandmother. Uh, he sees her for the first time in a photo. For the first time. Yeah, this, this this seems to be the first time that she that he sees her because he says so. This is grandma, so that implies like he hasn't seen her before. It's all yeah. It's implied that she died before like they met, or maybe before he was born. But uh, yeah, she he uh, she he knows that she was a hero, but she doesn't really know who she is. He was very young, so that means Nana Shigaraki might have died. This is the most hipster shit I've read in a manga in a What do you mean? Time. Dude, come on, man. He's like being... I, it's a fucking flashback but Shig- because it's Shigaraki and because they're trying so hard to be different. Like He's like, oh, I, I guess this is a flashback. I mean, I guess I know who this is now. Oh, I don't know why this flashback is coming. Because you well, fucking I wrote think, it in there, nigga. What you, I, no, I, I think, you don't uh, think it's a little... All right. It doesn't border pretentious for you? Like Bleach-style uh, pretentious? No. Bleach I didn't say no, worse. no, no. I said bleach style. Okay, that no. is well. You know. I think there's like a genuine. There's like a the, the thought process that goes in, because the page the before way, the page before he says when he gets sleepy stuff that it's not a movie comes to life. That's not true. He thing. just said sleepy. No, he says here. This, he has this big monof- he gets Yeah, I know, but he but he says sleepy out of context. First. I don't. Know, I think. It bothered me, man. There's also the fact that Shigaraki must have not gotten a lot of rest because for the last three months he's been fighting Giganto Machia pretty much. That's true. Yeah, for all day except for three hours out of the day. And then he's got to deal with all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, his mind's probably like he's getting like little flashes of stuff. He's he's also like these questions about his memories are more that like uh, 
it's weird that this is all coming back to me in such weird in a weird order. Why is this specifically coming to mind? Whatever. It's not necessarily that he's like, well, I guess I'm have. Like he, I guess he'd rather know the whole thing. He's just getting annoyed that his mind's basically going. Yeah, he can. Because he's so I, fucking I get it. tired. He's, he's saying like he could care less about what's going on, especially since it's just in bits and fragments, and he's got all this drama. Yeah, that he's, you know, going on. So yeah, I, I bro, I understand. You know, it's, yeah. No, I know what it's you mean, rare though. when you get to nitpick at something mm-hmm. like here academia. So I, you know, yeah, it's just trying uh, to be fair. No, no, I understand. Uh, I get where you're coming from too. But uh, enough of that shit because we're about to see some real like <laughs> Shigaraku jumps on the on like one of them brick brick fences. He runs towards the fucking swarm, and he kills all of them. He even off be- of one touch from somebody. Well, he doesn't even need to touch them apparently. Like yeah, he, he kills people who don't who don't who aren't t- he isn't touching, but he throws up in the process. So this is I guess this is also his quirk powering up in a way. But there's like. Because he's not used to using it at this much power, that it's not, he's he can't handle it as well. Like he throws up when he uses it. Uh, so shit. And if our leaders, if our dear leaders, racking up bodies, then I come going yeah. all out. Into, yeah, yeah, that was my favorite line. Man. After this guy, after Shigaraki kills all, pretty much everybody who who is in his past. That alley, yeah. We cut back to Dobby, who's who basically says what Josh just who just quoted. <laughs> That's literally what he said. Yeah. And uh, leaders racking up bodies. And then uh, this ice guy shows up, and Dobby's gonna fight an ice guy. Ice, huh? Ooh, that reminded me of Bleach. OD. All they missing is the black lines, my nigga. Don't <laughs> well, even say. He's not shocked. He's like, uh, ice, huh? He's not shocked. Look at him. There's it's no the lines. aloof. Oh, all right. So they're not shocked, but okay. uh, I don't care. Whatever. Ooh, uh, yeah, this is. But this is another nitpick. I think Dobby's regularly this way. <laughs> It's not like he's always. Why am I being so anti right now, man? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Dobby's regularly like he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, I want to see if Dobby fight for real. This is gonna be. I cool. feel like this is gonna be it for him. He's gonna. We're gonna see what his quirk specifically is because this fire is different. I feel. I've always felt like there's something different about Dobby's quirk that separates him from fire users. Aside from the fact that he looks like a zombie. Also, it's pretty much it's it feels. We can make safely safely assume that this is uh, this is a Todoroki. Dobby is a Todoroki. He's one of uh, this guy's kids. He has to be. Oh, and you know that never occurred to really? me. Really? No, never. Yeah, that's one of the few theories like out there that feels pretty sound. Uh, I guess there would be some depth to that, although they've never talked about an older brother or nothing like they that. They did. Oh, they did. Uh, Endeavor Dude, where the an fuck have brother. I been? It's a real quick mention, so I don't really, I don't really, I'm not surprised that anybody Subtle stuff it. is cool, like yeah. That. It's a real quick mention that there was an older brother that left, but we're not, we're not sure if this is actually him. We'll see, but it's all signs seem to be pointing. He even looks a little bit like Todoroki. Yeah, I can see that. So it's yeah, but uh, just you know, zombie. Yeah, cool Todoroki. chapter. It seems like everyone's gonna get an upgrade for the most part in one way or another. Uh, I like that this is again. My hero has been fucking killing it. Uh, it's so good. Um, well, yeah, that was our manga. Uh, what do you think, chapter of the week? Mm, that's a good one, man. Uh, one Piece for sure. Yeah, One Piece because you know my boy Yasui had to take that L for the team once again, reminding all of us how a real nigga gets down. 
<laughs> and you know, how could you not put that number one? Agreed. That's how I feel. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to One Piece as well. Hero Academy was dope too. You know, those always. Yeah, nice Hero Aca- Academy close second. Uh, but yeah, that was a uh, manga. We're gonna move on to our American comics, uh, starting with Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, whenever my thing feels like loading. <laughs> uh, what? Do you have it? Uh, loading? Yeah, I got it open. Yeah. Okay. There you are. Oh God, this. I have nothing more to say about this guy, man. <laughs> and then to make it, oh, no, I got plenty to say. All so, right. fuck out of here, man. So, we open with Spider-Man getting his ass beat by this dirty-ass <laughs> vermin guy. You can't know who he is. Oh, and then this guy's crying for whatever reason. Yeah, Craven is crying, crying for some weird reason. Yeah, they haven't explained it in this chapter, guys, by the way, so don't look forward to that. Uh, meanwhile, in the forest, uh, the villains are getting it in, taking down hunters. Uh, there's a weird Dr. Octopus lady. I'm not sure who she I is. I don't remember when that happened. I know there was a sp- I, There was one in Spider-Verse. Yeah, but this is not her. This is, yeah, it's not her and it's not Spider-Verse, so. Yeah. Weird. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, damn. So that makes two. There's one from the movie with Miles Morales. Yeah. We'll have to and Google. Then, yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man is having die. a real problem with Vermin, uh, who is just tearing his shit apart. Yeah, he loses. Yeah, he loses. He loses to 100 Vermins. And then uh, Old Craven comes by and and picks him up, uh, takes him into his mansion. Uh, and uh, Spider-Man wakes up in a new costume, like a fresh old symbiote-style costume. Uh, he's still got the bruises from before, and he finds Kurt Connors. Uh, in human form. Basically, called it. Uh, it's uh, they don't. It, Kirk Connors is be- is regular again, but he's like, uh, I we need to break out of here. But the only way to do that is to turn into the lizard and save my family. So uh, he's he he's gonna take off the inhibitor chip, and that's basically what happens. He just takes off the inhibitor. I chip. I mean, yeah, Spider Man has a lot of internal strife with this because um, there's a chance the lizard yeah. could die if this goes wrong and he doesn't kill people so and that's craven's plan that's kind of his whole thing like he this is a situation he set up he knew that okay spider-man is gonna have to lead himself to a decision and on top of that he's making them watch uh everybody else kill each other and uh you know kurt connor's son is out there too so he's just like look you gotta you gotta do it peter you can't you gotta hold your nuts and just fucking (laughs) go for it bro and yeah man yeah it works uh it works Lizard is uh, fully, f- fully evil lizard mode, and he breaks out of the prison. Uh, a pretty simple chapter uh, issue overall. Uh, liking it. The next issue will be the last hunted uh, in the hunted series uh, arc, whatever you want to yeah, call yeah. it. Yeah, it's gonna be the next. Um, yeah, next. Amazing so Spider-Man. I wonder how this ends. Will Kurt Connors die? I hope not, man. I don't even want him to turn evil, man. Fuck that. Yeah, this is why pretty... they had to bring Lex back to being evil, and a few others that I can't quite name at the moment. But I hate it when this shit happens, man. I mean, people well, are Lex good, bro. They could come up with new villains. Well, I mean, we—he said in this chat, like it, he says that he's going to try to control it. So there's also the possibility that Kurt will overcome his baser instincts. Man, this, man I, I'm not betting on that. <laughs> but based, on, that. yeah, based on Spider-Man's track record of uh, most people being miserable around Spider-Man's orbit. This is what's gonna happen, bro. This is a whole arc to bring all these his his maybe bad guys like fully bad. I'm gonna be tight if that's the end result. Yeah, I mean it's not all of them. It's just the uh, 
Kirk Connor. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, overall, fine, fine issue. Uh, nothing, nothing crazy happens. In no, this it was one. cool. Yeah, I mean, so it was really dramatic. But uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna hand over the reins to Joshua to talk about Batman. Yeah. So for what it's worth. I really did not expect this type of chapter, but I also feel like I should have um, expected this. So, all right, let me just get into it. You got, it starts with Bruce kind of just sitting at his chair, and I'm not really sure what's happening first, um, but you've got Bruce basically trying to band it together like the rest of the Bat family that, that can come through, you know, Batgirl, uh, the signal, a few other guys that are pretty hardcore, you know. Um, but at the same time, you have Batman in his house, and um, he's confronted with Bane, who's not naked, thank goodness. Thank God. Yeah, but you could tell it's Bane because he's he's muscular and bald. And then you got his dad behind there, and he doesn't really say anything to his father. That kind of bothered me, but, you know, it'll get there. <laughs> so Batman is obviously tight. Um Alfred is just kind of whatever about the situation. And I have a feeling it's because if that really is Batman's father coming back, you know, he's going to be the one that has more say over Bruce Wayne, right? Mm -hmm. In my opinion. So anyway, um, while this while this little uh, confrontation is happening at his house, uh, we also have Batman talking to the remainder of his Bat family on the roof. And he's, you know, bracing them for war. He's saying that Bane took over the city and he had uh, his father from an, he doesn't say his father from an X dimension, but we know that. So it's a uh, pretty wild. <laughs> Actually, when you think about it, man, yeah, being in my father from another dimension is a uh, fucking everything up. So, you know, they're, they're, they're with him right now. They're like, okay, whatever it takes, let's, let's go get him. Um, yeah. So Batman, Talks a lot of shit to Bane. Remember, he was talking a lot of shit before. And he's saying, I'm going to break your damn back. He's just so... You can tell he's really bothered by this. Like, Batman does not seem like his usual self. That's for sure. Um, So he punches Bane. Bane gets up and um, probably breaks his fucking jaw because it knocks him out. And um, we don't... See, okay, so after he gets knocked out, we cut to uh, Batman and the family breaking into, I guess, Arkham, right? That yeah. looks like Arkham. Yeah, it is Arkham. Everything is normal, you know, all the stuff that Batman was saying, how he took over, how he let all the guys out from Arkham, it, it, it doesn't seem to be true. And uh, we cut back to Batman getting woken back up by Alfred, and uh, he's just telling him, like, yo, you lost this fight. So, again, I don't, I'm not, I'm not really sure if this is happening after yeah. the, yeah, all right, I, if I use my logic, it makes, it makes sense that this confrontation happened after the meetup. Like he went back to his house. Yeah, because and he then, mentions like, he saw Alfred. Like he, it, when he talks to his, the bad family, he says that I saw, I saw Alfred, and he no. He was in the house, so right? okay, okay, this is okay. This is why Tom King is the fucking man, right? <laughs> so that that line where he all right, what he says is that like Alfred saw him. He had called him while Batman was out, right? And remember, this is what I mentioned a couple podcasts back, where I was saying, yo, he had broken in like to the uh to the mansion and hurt alfred like and you seen his father standing in the back and that's when they had penguin locked up in the house for whatever reason it was a while ago bro so you know don't worry if you don't remember exactly but that happened and then they never talked about that shit again mm -hmm. so this you know obviously this isn't a lie you know what i mean there's, there's something going on where they where bane and uh Batman's father have some type of lockdown on the city and it, it, they just can't see it. Yeah. 
Bane is uh, Bane is definitely doing some shit, uh, <laughs> but it's not yeah. in the way that Bruce thinks is happening. Well, yeah, I mean he's he's all the way fucked up in the head. I mean the way he was the the shit he just went through with the nightmares, and then you know of course the the breaking up with Selena. It all boils up when Tim Drake tries to comfort him and say, "Listen, man, maybe whatever's going on is not really that bad," and he just stressed out over Selena. He just Bro, he, he punches Tim yeah, Drake he punches in the fucking the shit face. out of Tim Drake. Yeah, man, and he's and then at the end it says that basically he's broken, that Bane has broken him, and that references uh, from the rooftop issue uh, when um, when Catwoman left them. Right, right at the end of that issue, they say, "Yeah, the bat is broken." So yeah, man, you know, set up more oh, of a build-up yeah. chapter than anything else, right? Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, I, I don't know when I lost track of what's happening at Batman, but uh, I did, and it, I got to read back. It's uh, I can't, I'm not getting what's happening, and it's totally my fault. I'm, I'm I've lost like some memory. I forgot how like Thomas Wayne is really involved in all this. Okay, so, so that is the that is the question. This is not confirmed. You just know that he shows okay. up, and we don't know why. That's why it was so weird. And then it cuts straight into the nightmare. So I, okay. I think I think they ambushed Batman. And of course, you know, Thomas Wayne, Bane could have done it on his own. He always loses to mm-hmm. Batman. But bro, you know, his father, they got him. Okay. You know. All right. So this is, we're presumably going to get a few more of these types of issues coming soon, really, to build it up. Because Tom King's art run is proposed to be about 100 issues. So we're almost three quarters of the way there. We're on 71. Wow. I didn't know that. So we, yeah, we only have. Once we get to 75, it's 25 issues to go before the whole thing, before Time King's run ends, and we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, but, yeah, it, uh, we're getting into effectively Act 3, so it's it's super interesting. Uh, Bro, I might have to go back to the beginning of Batman, like yeah, all I, the way to Gotham. That's you literally know, what Gotham I'm... Gotham Girl and, and, and Gotham. I've been thinking of doing the same thing. Once, it's that good. Once we catch up with oh, Thor man. and stuff, I'm going to do that because there's some... I feel like I'm definitely missing some pieces just because I forgot some stuff. This is a very long overarching thing, so it's it everything matters, it feels, so I have to go back. Bro, this is the flagship series of Rebirth, if you ask me, because it has all the... It has the whole, it has everything that Rebirth is about. Because Batman never, you know, he never did fully have his story recycled when the New 52 dropped, right? Yeah, he and Green Lantern were pretty much the only ones who were fully intact. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, so to see all that he, it's great. It's been great, <laughs> it's yeah. I, great. I'm really loving it's this awesome. thing. It's just like now I'm having some weird time getting getting attached. Just go back and read it, man. It's yeah. going to make total for sense. For sure, for sure. Yeah. I'm just like, I. I've lost my mind, <laughs> so it's hard uh, to keep track. But that was Batman. Uh, high marks, uh, I'd say. Uh, pretty o- pretty A-OK. Uh, we're going to move on to War of Realms. Uh, you don't want to do Justice League? Yeah, we'll do it after War of Realms. Okay, okay. I do Marvel, DC, Marvel. Oh, DC okay, Marvel. okay, okay. Uh, right. So we'll noticed. start with Marvel Realms uh, number four. Uh, this issue, I, I'm really loving War of Realms. This is such an epic, this is such yeah, an epic man. fucking arc. It's I so never cool. cared about Thor stories. Yeah. But you know what? Going back and reading, I haven't done as much as the backtracking, you mm-hmm. know, probably as you have, but I, just I know enough and I've seen enough that, that the some of the stuff that they're referencing, I'm like, yeah. yo, this has really been a fucking buildup for like eight years, man. Yeah, this has been a like thing. How long? 2012. Th- this has been a Sheesh. thing for. 
that they've been building up to this. Yo, and I man, respect it, man. I it, respect it. Oh, it pays off. So good. this is such an epic story. We start, and it's not too dramatic either. You yeah. know, uh, yeah. Anyway. It feels like a real war. That's the thing. This is yeah. so fucking good. Uh, we start at. Uh, we start the issue at Elf Alfheim. Uh, all the light elves are. We we learn that. Uh, well, we know this from the Thor run that. Uh, that uh, Malekith yeah, they has got, been out and slaughtering people. <laughs> I didn't like know that. they lost. I remember, I know that they pulled up to this place and they started a fight. Mm-hmm. And this is when it was Lady Thor. Yeah. Because right? they, uh, they were still intact. Pretty much. When, uh, Mighty Man, so they lost. When the Mighty Thor, Yikes. when the Mighty Thor starts, it starts with Malekith just throwing the bodies of light elves into Midgar's atmosphere, <laughs> which is fucked up. Yeah, man. Oh, shit. But uh, yeah, Punisher walks up to Alfheim and he's like, uh, "Lady Freya pretty much called you. Let's go." And they're like, "Okay." So they go. Um, the Dark Elves uh, succeeded in blowing up the Rainbow Bridge with uh, in Asgard with Daredevil and uh, and uh, fucking what's his name? Why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Heimdall. Heimdall. And uh, Heimdall. The, the Destroyer and Jane. Uh, so yeah, they don't Jane have... the All Mother. Don't forget Jane the All Mother. She is the All Mother now. Lady Thor is now the All Mother. Cool, I'm into it. Uh, back in Svartalheim. Svartalheim. Svar- I'm gonna say Svartalheim. Svartalheim. Yeah, you don't pronounce the F. I'm hard. I can't. It's hard. I, I'm asking you. I don't know. No, I think Maybe you do. Ah oh, man, this is hard. Svartalheim. Okay. I'm, so yeah, Freya's I, boss mode. Yeah, she Freya. absorbed the entire bi- black bifrost. Yeah, she is now the master of the bi- the black bifrost. She's fighting off all these elves by herself, and then a she, whole bunch of them. The whole she Hulk is there to help out, but uh, she's like, you gotta go, you gotta get out of here, uh, you got a job to do, and she yeah, just trying to round up the goons. Yeah. Yeah, she teleports her away to uh, Nadavalier. Uh, that that's the right way to say. It. I remember this from Avengers Endgame. Uh, not Endgame. Um, Infinity War, where they go to Nevada. Nadavalier. 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 Uh, she Hulk goes to Nadavalier to gather up the 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 the, the dwarves. The dwarves, yeah, yes. not the trolls. Uh, Blade is in Vanaheim, uh, picking up the gods, the Veneer gods. Uh, I don't know what that means. Neither bro. do I. They uh, they have animals on there. Them. Yeah, Ghost Riders in Niflheim, which is basically uh, Thor's hell, uh, to. I guess find spiders. But stuff. I thought the icy place was hell. Uh no, there's different there's different the icy place is a different place. But it's also hell. There's an ice hell and a fire hell. Oh, okay. <laughs> I okay. guess. This is my this is my thing. But uh, it's not the fiery place that's Mephistaline, whatever. No, that's shit. actual hell. That's that's, <laughs> that's Christian hell, I guess. That's Christian. Okay. <laughs> uh Captain America and the rest are in Jotunheim. Jotunheim. <laughs> That's my favorite one, bro. Oh, All right, God. Wait, let's do it again so you can say it. Uh, Captain America and the rest are in Jotunheim. <laughs> Jotunheim. Uh, okay. They just picked up Thor. Uh, they all go through the Black Bifrost, and they be- they return to Midgard. Uh, Spider-Man has a funny line that makes me laugh. He says, hey, let go of my Logan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> makes me laugh. Um, they basically get back to Midgard in uh, the Avengers Mountain. And uh, Black Panther and Thorai, or Thori, whatever the hell you call this dog. The greatest dog in the universe. My favorite dog. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're tearing shit up and stuff, and uh, they're getting ready to, to shoot the, to activate the, the dead Celestial's powers. Shuri basically uh, unlocks the special mode. and Because she's the, she's, she's the smartest one that yeah. can do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. 
Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Shuri's very smart. The smartest. I don't know. Way smarter than Tony Stark. I don't know if this is condescending. Way smarter. <laughs> well, Tony's doing other things. Tony's doing genuinely cool. Sure. Things. He's building weapons. He's of doing course. what he does. Absolutely, bro. I don't know what you're Tony Stark at here. is the man, but Shuri is the smartest. I do. There right I now. feel like this is disingenuous as hell. No cap. <laughs> anyway, um we uh yeah, uh, pretty much everything's cleaned up here. Uh Odin wakes up and he's like, "Where the hell is Freya?" And they tell her that Freya's back in um in Svaldenheim. Oh yeah, Odin's hurt by mere daggers. Wasn't isn't he supposed to be like the strongest person or something like that? Well, you were about to see. Um, anyway, <laughs> well, Odin's old. He, well, gods are not like immortal. You know, what I mean, God. You know that gods are different in in Thor's lore. I guess they're not like unkillable and they're not unhurtable. What about the Odin Force? <laughs> you, is it know. gone? Well, maybe if we read the rest of the Thor mm. run, we'll learn. But I don't know, man. Uh, anyway. Yeah, we get little flashes of, uh, you know, Freya doing her thing and Captain Marvel and her team doing their thing. Apparently, at some point, Captain Marvel has meet up, met up with Atlas. With yeah, the- that didn't. Yeah, we didn't read that part yet. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, right. Where's the? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to. Bone. The reading order of this is a little hard to parse because they don't really specify. Yeah, anything. they don't. I swear to God, I was looking for that. Yo, I went to the front and then I went to the back and I was like, maybe they're gonna put the order. They no. did it for the first issue where there was like a specific order, but they're not doing that anymore for some reason, which is strange. I guess they've realized that, anyway. Whatever. Anyway, they got like a hundred uh, tie-ins, man. Squirrel girl. We cut. We. <laughs> I'm not getting the squirrel girl. <laughs> I, I I cross a line. <laughs> uh, we cut to this weird place. Is this Midgard? I don't know where it is. Um, it depends what part you're talking about. Are you talking Stonehenge? About- They're at Stonehenge. So yeah. this is, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm bugging. Yeah, I was gonna say the place with the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> no, yeah, like- but they're not in New York. I'm talking about Malekith. Oh yeah, yeah. So oh no, he's got my man Venom, and yeah. I don't know if that's just mm-hmm. the symbiote or Venom. it's all of them. Bro, did, wasn't there a Venom tie-in and then he got a new Venom suit or something yeah, like that? Yeah, this is a weird inconsistency. What, yeah, what's going on, bro? And they're, they're doing my, my, doing my god So maybe the next Venom issue will explain it because the last Venom issue was a tie-in. So Spoilers. Maybe this is a spoiler. Venom. Uh, anyway. Uh, basically, he absorbs uh, Venom again and uh, they, they head off. Uh, Odin is like, uh, I'm going to go save my wife. I'm uh, yeah he's gonna yeah he goes he's gonna go save his wife and then uh, Tony Stark and uh, and Screwbeard show up and they're like wait a minute you gonna go just like that just like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you gonna pull up just like that you old fuck I built something for you Tony motherfucking Stark yeah you know it man uh R. so R. yeah uh Frey back in uh Svartalfheim whatever the fuck uh, evil Elfland evil Elfland. Um, Freya's fucking shit up. She's uh she's taking out all these things on her own, and then she gets she just gets stabbed with this sword thing, it's which is a not <laughs> just a sword thing. Oh my god, it's fucking venom. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> venom into it. <laughs> he turned him into a sword. Jeez, and, man. Yeah, and stabbed Freya with it, and now made it attack her or whatever. Yeah, it's holding her down. Yeah. Uh, and uh, right when it seems like all hope is lost for Freya, fucking Odin Borson. 
my boy. The Iron Off. <laughs> I like how they did that. The Iron. I really like how they the did iron that. The Iron Motherfucking Off. Man, he pulled up all gold, two yeah. horns, big one, boy shit. One eye. Yeah, only one eye because, yo, I like that. That's attention to detail, man. That's why Tony Stark is the best. Tony Stark is the man. Except for when Shiri's around. <laughs> Shiri. <laughs> Uh, she's uh, so is that the symbol of Asgard? Those three triangles. I, I maybe it's just a symbol of Odin. Maybe yeah. Uh, but he yeah he starts tearing shit up, blasting his lasers. Mm-hmm. You know he frees uh he frees Freya I guess at some point, and they start both double teaming all these fucking dark elves, and she does this thing. She's like, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this thing explode or some shit. Yeah, she's gonna destroy the dark briar frost so they can't yeah. use it to sacrifice play essentially. Yeah, you know. And, yeah, uh, they go out um, kissing in each other's arms. Well, they're about, they basically they were say, about we're going to gonna fuck. Yeah, right before this thing explodes. <laughs> As they're fighting, they're like, we're so horny right now. That's literally what she says. <laughs> so, they, yeah, they ba- they make each other quit. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's W-H-E-T. Quit. <laughs> I heard Jesse that and, shit when I came in. I was dying. And they're like... Uh, Kiss me, you old fool. And they're about to make the fuck out and I guess fuck for like two seconds before they die. Yeah. But uh, they destroyed the Bifrost. Nice. The enemies can't teleport around like like usual. Cornballs, whatever. Um, yeah. And meanwhile, back at Midgard, uh, the various armies are getting ready for battle. Punisher introduces guns to the Alfheim people. Is that the light elves? Yeah, they're like, oh, they about to be strapped. <laughs> <laughs> <And> your boy. <laughs> uh, Thor yeah. seems to be up. Uh, because he grabs his arm, I guess. Yeah, he has a new metal arm, and I'm Ooh. guessing it's platinum. It, it was silver at first, then it turned gold at some point. And mm. now, I, I don't think they regressed the silver. I'm going to say it's platinum. I'm going to just go out there. I'm going to jump out the window and say for sure that that's platinum. All I know is that this arm has spikes for knuckles. Did it not have spikes before? No, I think oh. not. Bro, his hammer has spikes too. Was that a thing? He has multiple hammers now, remember? so. Huh? He has multiple hammers now. Is that that's that's his thing? Yeah, he has several hammers. M- Mjolnir is 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 spread amongst all of them now. Well, I don't know how it happens. We'll have to. Oh, we're gonna to figure that out. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, have yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. We're almost done reading Jason Aaron's. No, Thor. you're almost done, yeah. nigga. I'm. Where are you? <laughs> I'm, in Thor's run. I'm all over the place. I'm reading two at the same time. Will why? you believe it? I don't know <laughs> why, man. I just read am. it in order. <laughs> I'm reading Lady Thor, and I'm reading, I guess, right before Lady Thor. Which is Thor. Thor, God of Thunder. Thor, God of Thunder. I didn't finish is the that first run. Yet. You gotta finish that first. No, I read the last chapter before it gets into Lady Thor. But For did you read reason, all of like Thor, God of Thunder? I read right up to the point where he can't lift the hammer up. But I didn't yeah, read up to the point. I was at I was at fifteen when he was about to go to war with the with the Dark Elves when he's you know when they had that girl with them the, oh. the Lady Dark Elf. I don't know what happened with them, but I know oh, at man, the end of that he can't pick up the. <laughs> you're, you're, dude, you skipped a lot. <laughs> a Listen, lot bro, happened. I don't got a lot of time, man. I can't even read the shit that was. Take your time. This is a rush. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Thor comes back with his big, cool fucking hand. He's gonna. He's got an axe, of, and he's got. Ooh, a I hope new, he punches Malekith right in the fucking face with that hand. Is that his bleed. left hand. Damn. And uh, yeah, that's where the issue ends. Thor is gonna lead the army, the big fucking fight. Because this is us. his world, so. Yeah, that is, yeah, it's it's fitting. He's going to just pound people in with hammers. Uh, if you ask me, this is them, the writers letting us know, hey, uh, ain't nothing cool or intricate going on here. 
They're about to fuck shit up. <laughs> Thor's leading the charge. You know what that means? Beat niggas down. That's all. Pretty and much. I'm cool with it. I'm so okay with it. I'm not sure how many chapters of the main War of Realm series there are supposed to be. I'm not sure how long this is going to No go. idea, but I don't care, man. But I'm, I'm just going great, along with yeah. the ride. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a great time. It. I'm so happy Marvel came out with a really good event. Because, oh boy, Infinity Wars was trash. Yes. Yeah, it's in a in a world of uh, event fatigue, especially with Marvel. Event which, fatigue, like, seem, wow. Which seems well to just put. like put out events every fucking other month. When one ends, it just happens immediately. Yeah, like relax. You know, I, I don't understand. It used to be a thing where events would just happen once a year, and that was just the main story for that year. That and everything revolved around. But now, I guess just to sell comics, because like everything is so weird. And speaking of which. Mar- if Marvel's gonna do all this shit with tie-ins, they gotta stop charging so much for these tie-ins. I'm basically getting robbed at gunpoint. You're all are the t- the tie-ins are the same price as the yeah. as the regular. Some of them that's are not well. Okay. Look, the main War <laughs> Realm story are like five bucks, which mm. they're more pages. Fine, and it's worth it. The story's great, but the tie-ins are like four bucks each. You're all owned by Disney. You have a rich father now. <laughs> yeah, I could fall back, right? Dude, like, please, y'all in Disney, good hands. Give the right. money, Rich Daddy Disney, please. Yeah, throw some bucks at the guys that 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 created the craft. You know that, that do that something. Keep the man. core fan base going. I because they do this every now and then, and DC does this shit too. DC's done this like maybe three times, where they're just like, these books are now two ninety nine, and that's it. We're we're drawing the line two ninety nine. Then like three months later, they're back at four dollars. I'm like, stop it. I can't take it. <laughs> that sounds, uh, <clears throat> sounds very stressful. Yeah, that was my... Oh, well, that's my rant. Uh, now on to DC stuff. Justice League. Uh, I said it before I even came here. Um, before anything else is said about this chapter, it was so well drawn. Um, I yeah. feel like the art has been this good, but, bro, this these first few pages is kind of threw me back. Oh, I'm, really, I'm coming off real choppy. <laughs> These first few pages really brought me back to um, Superman towards the beginning of uh, Rebirth. You know, when mm-hmm. it was just him, his son, and Lois, and he was out there in the farm, and they was, like, doing a lot of family building and a lot of, oh, you can apply that to real life type of stuff. It was just nice, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, this is this guy is my favorite artist working right now in D.C., uh, Jimenez, uh, Jorge Jimenez. I don't know if that's how you say it, but or George Jimenez. He's sick. I love this guy. He's he draw he's been drawing a couple arcs of uh Justice League. Uh he's so good and he's drawn other things. He's he drew like uh Super Sons when it came out. Yeah. Uh I love this guy. He's he's so good. This is He catches the essence of like comics, you know, cuz some people are too serious, some people are too comical. This is just right there. Yeah, the know? colors are beautiful. Uh the line work is like nice and sleek. It's like sharp. So good, man, even the shadowing, you know, like look at Apocalypse, he looks dope, man. Yeah, it's so good, especially man. compared to Justice League. Obviously. I want him to draw <laughs> everything, <laughs> yeah, man. This but, is, uh, yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, we start off with Superman, uh, just remembering this moment where he, like, uh, he made a mistake or something. It's, uh, I don't know. This is a weird moment. Are you lost right now? I'm okay. a little lost. So basically, <laughs> Superman, remember, he's I remember caught up in he, the sixth dimension. Yeah. And he can't. He has no way out. Batman kind of closed Fucked that him. way out. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time knowing, like, trying to figure out, like, okay, is Bruce really starting to just rationalize stuff? 
which would make total sense, or is this all just a jokey joke play play? Yeah, who knows? We'll yeah, see. I, uh, I mean, you know, I, it doubt. Oh, it ain't jokey be. joke for the rest of the cast. I'll tell you that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, because these niggas is directly Last, under assault. On, yeah, you know, in space. Superman stuck in the sixth dimension. Meanwhile, the rest of the league are uh, riding with the former Legion of Doom, who are now good guys and have seen their errors. Something the like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, definitely good guys. They all look so cool, too, man. Especially yeah. uh, Thal. Not even going to say his Fucking other name. Thal Sinestro. Thal. Thal Sinestro. Grown-ass man. My boy. All right. Um, yeah, they're basically riding through space. Uh, Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen are, catching, are chasing after them. And Jimmy Olsen Because they're bad guys in this weirdo future. Yeah. Jimmy Olsen is like 12 reason. feet tall and super buff, which is strange but funny. And lost his eye. Yeah. I'm guessing Superman punched him in the face or something. He just blew his eye out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they're chasing him. Uh, meanwhile, Batman's with uh, the World Forger, uh, and he introduces him to uh, future Batman's greatest creation, the Sunbox. Uh, it's this big fucking complicated machine that allows him to not only... Uh, m- I guess he doesn't not only... You see pe- into people's heart, but he can change them at a cellular level. So he seems to have changed the entire Justice League's disposition on the world. Yeah, that's wild because you know they didn't come, they didn't do it by by their own decision. Batman essentially forced this to happen on all of them, yeah. even in this good reality. So the World Forge is reinforcing the fact that listen, man, they're not going to fuck with your plan, with this plan at all. But this is your job right here to this set is them what straight. You do, and Batman's just like. Okay, I can see how we came to this conclusion. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's, I don't uh, know what to think. <laughs> I get <that>. it. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's super neutral. On board, on board, get to be the god of everything, mm-hmm. big fan. <laughs> I thought they were going to reference the Mobius chair, but they didn't. Yeah, it's not a Mobius chair, because the Mobius nope. chair is different. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the Mobius chair gives you access to people's minds so much. No, it they made it seem like it was like all knowing, like it, he was yeah. able to figure out. And then they, I was just saying before, like they was leading up to it, and then they said, "Oh, it's a sun chair," and I was like, "Okay, all right, cool. Uh, Let's some, see what it's about." Uh, meanwhile, the villains are like, "All right, they're gaining on us. We're gonna make, we're gonna let you guys go." Uh, everybody gets a nice moment with their villain, uh, <laughs> except for the Flash. Except for the Flash, Gorilla Grodd looks like Flash. I still hate you. <laughs> Yeah, they got real beef, though, so... Meanwhile, you know. Sinestra's like, John, don't let our light grow dim ever. Dope. Diana, always remain true. Facts. Flash, I still hate you. <laughs> Big facts. He's like, me. <laughs> Darkseid's uh, there, too, by the way. Let's not forget. Yeah, Darkseid is he's, there. He's there. He's piloting the ship, and he's super down with all of this, and he's a good guy. Uh, so, Ooh. yeah, everybody escapes. Uh and uh, the, after they make a sacrifice, Come yeah, on. the no, yeah, everybody all the, all the bad the guys that are good now made a sacrifice. So yeah, the Legion of Doom good. makes a sacrifice plan. They land back on Earth, where all of the future Justice League are there waiting for them to square up. Uh, and that's when Batman in his final bat suit show up. Yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna rewrite your memories and all that good shit. In his bat Gundam, I'm not gonna lie, man, I don't think Batman needed to pull up like that. Like. First of all, this nigga's the White Lantern. Do they really need any more help than that? I don't know, man. You know <laughs> Batman. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Batman is the single greatest hero ever created, and we would be lost without him. Anyway, final Batsuit. Uh, things are looking real grim for the League. Uh, we'll have to see where it goes. I like this issue. Uh, I thought the Legion of Doom are super cool in it. Uh, very happy. Um 
Yeah, it was, you know, I, I'm, I'm ready to see some action, some real action. I want to see everybody fight their future selves. And I want to see Batman say, okay, I'm going to actually use this suit and fight the world. Forger. <laughs> I'm a cool guy. <laughs> you know, come on, man. And that's what uh, else. And now we have our final book. Uh, War of the Realm Strike Force. Fucking. Oh, I didn't finish this, but you know where I left off? There was this, uh, the most interesting character in this whole thing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Except oh for Venom, I, I, I didn't know Venom was in the next panel. <laughs> I when, once I got to a certain point, I'm like, oh my god, Josh is going to be insufferable about this. Oh no 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 <laughs> no no! I am genuinely interested because we both had no fucking idea who this guy was. Oh no, I thought you, I thought you were talking about someone else, but we'll get to it. Oh, again. nah. All right, <laughs> it starts with Deadpool in a very entertaining thing. Oh, like <laughs> Jesus, Josh, I'm sorry, <laughs> yo. <laughs> All right, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for later. Uh, Deadpool is like running around from one of the, the Niflheim people. Uh, he's, he basically ends up in Atlantis after chasing them into the water and they're in there where they're significantly easier to kill. Chasing them into the water. I think it was running for his life. <laughs> he and his ass beat and he uh, thought Dead- the water was going to help and it didn't. Deadpool meets uh, Namor, who is uh, pissed that anybody's in, ever in Atlantis outside of his people. Uh, then Captain Marvel and Sif show up. Also, uh, Captain Marvel proposes a truce. Namor says, fuck you. And <laughs> they leave. <laughs> yeah, that's the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he won no parts. So it turns out Carol Danvers has been uh, recruiting all the soldier-esque heroes together. Anybody with any oh, is that what's is that what's happening? Yeah, that's the theme of her team is that everybody okay. here is military. At least has a history of military. Dead Deadpool was uh, military in Canada uh, before he became Deadpool. Sif is a soldier of Asgard. We get weapon Weapon H. Uh, once again, a character I know nothing about, but I, I thought you was gonna do some research, man. Oh yeah, no, I forgot because I don't know anything. Oh, <laughs> I never, I never think about Weapon H. <laughs> so he's the Hulk, and he's he's Wolverine. He's a guy who is both the Hulk and Wolverine mixed into one. Person. Which should be one of the strongest people ever. I mean, if you think about it, he like has that, his own right? series uh, that's been going on for what seems like a year. Is it like I, five bucks a series? Though I mean, five bucks a pop? four. It's the same price as any other series. Four ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Oh, okay, okay. Ridiculous. If you're gonna like, I get it for bigger books, but. If Not for Weapon H. For Weapon H, even for smaller books, you know, Deadpool should be two ninety nine. It's a monthly though. Fair, whatever, man. But this is crazy. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> like this book was five dollars that we're reading right now. Uh, get your shit together, Marvel. Uh, anyway, uh, Weapon H was a soldier. Yeah, Weapon H was a soldier. Venom was there. Eddie Brock wasn't a soldier, which is strange, but whatever. Uh, it's or was he? I don't know. Flash Thompson was. Yeah, but he's not Venom anymore. He's not Venom. Venom. Nope, he's uh, not. All right, so they... I think they, he was just with it. Maybe in the next Venom, he runs into them for whatever reason. Spoilers. They get off... Fuck to, you, Marvel. They get off to uh, to find their last two members of the team, Black Widow and Winter Soldier. Oh, man. <laughs> this is going to be the worst. <laughs> no, I got, listen, I don't got nothing to say about these I know basic ass <laughs> fucking characters, bro. Basically, they... Nothing. Uh, they almost got killed by a frost giant. Uh, but then uh, the people 
with power show up. And Wait, they them. actually almost lost. I thought Black Widow would have been able to take out at least five of these guys. <laughs> all right, that's it. I'm all right. That's that's, 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 that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Uh, because that's all they do. You don't. You, there's nothing to say. There's nothing else to say because this is where their thing stops. Uh, Weapon H and Venom pop in and do the rest of the work. Really murder these guys. Look, Doug see, style. You see Weapon X with the with the with the Wolverine claws. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty beast. <laughs> he smashes Venom, but it doesn't matter because yeah. he's the man. It kills. Uh, oh my god, he murders him. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, very cool stuff. They Shout they end up in Sweden skull. real quick. They pull up to Sweden and start fighting. Uh, and uh, you know, they, Black Widow's in a robot suit with guns and all that. So is Deadpool. Finally, well, I don't know why Deadpool's in there, but it looks funny as hell. <laughs> uh, this is um, then they seem to be overwhelmed by Dark Elves. So they so uh, Captain Marvel calls Captain Britain to come in, uh, and uh, they basically take them to Captain Britain's universe, uh, the Braddock Academy. I don't know a lot about Captain Britain, so this is gonna be hard. <laughs> so. Uh yeah, they decide to go to England where they find to find uh, the Black Knight because he's got the one of the most powerful weapons in the Marvel U. Uh, they go through. We cut to there. They lose their battle. By the time the Avengers get there, Black Knight is dead. I guess. Oh, we've seen this happen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, the battle happens. The same thing we saw in uh, War of the Realms three, probably. I think uh, Venom gets defeated by Malekith, and they disappear and. They, Captain Marvel and her team returned to Avengers Mountain, frustrated that they lost the war. Uh, but um, yeah, but they get they stand back up and they go back on the field and they fight. You know that's how they do it, and that's where their issue ends. You know, still fighting the good fight because they're soldiers. Uh, oh look, the Fantastic Four. Yeah, boy. Uh, I can't wait to their tie-in. It's gonna be so sick. Yeah, man. Everything that comes from the Fantastic. Yo, Four Fa- is Mr. Good. Fantastic is gear third. <laughs> stretchy, stretchy boy. Uh, but yeah, uh, pretty cool issue. I really enjoyed it. Deadpool is so fucking funny in this. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I didn't finish reading this. I've just been skimming over it, but I'll give it a read later. Yeah, you, you know, you yeah. That. You wanted to say something about it though? Uh, <laughs> just no, man. They got Black Widow in this. It could have <laughs> oh been good. God. Um, that's all. But yeah, pretty sick. Um. We never do this. I keep forgetting. But issue of the week. Oh, for for comics. Yeah, boy. Batman for sure. War of the Realms for me, boy. War of the Realms was so fun. I feel like it's like like Batman's a cop out for me because like I feel like even if it's a subpar chapter, I know all the context behind it. Yeah. So I still like yeah, I love it. So I don't know. I guess I'm like I'm just super relieved for a sick. No, event. I'm gonna say War of the Realms, man. It was good. It, it, it had me. It was fun. It was a very fun read, and, and I went into it not knowing really what to expect, and I'm going to give it to War of the Realms. It's a great event. Read it, guys. Yeah, it's if you're not it. reading it, War of the Realms, or even, fuck it, go back, read Jason Aaron's whole Thor run. You don't necessarily need to to it makes understand this, it, but it's... You, yeah, it, it does make it a little... I, I'm, I'm, I'm envious of the people that have read it up to this point, yeah. you know? So, but um, yeah, don't be me, guys. <laughs> That's going to do it for us today, you guys. Uh, that is it. Uh, once again, uh, thank you guys for joining us. If you guys want to reach to reach us, uh, give us some love. Uh, I You can find me. I am Christian Espinal at the Chris Espinal. Joshua Cole at JD Cole underscore 37. On Instagram. Brian Boss at, uh, you know, anything. The at, best producer at in the world. Saucy Brian Boss. On Bossy. this earth. 
of our dimension. Uh, if you want to email us feedback shit, you know, if you don't want to tweet at us, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Anything y'all want to hear about, anything y'all want us to talk about. Yeah, man. Let us know, man. Uh, what else? We could be uh, your canvas. We can- I could be your hero, baby. Damn, I still got to find out the name of that song. <laughs> uh, all right. That's it for us this week. Uh, see you next week on New Jump City, y'all. Andro, she can draw, yeah.